This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me. From the banks of the mighty Cog River to the... Let's try that again. Let's, let's just start all over again, shall we? All right. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cog River, live from the War Room in Cleveland, Ohio, USA, tonight this is the Emperor's Court here on Verse World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your God-given, talented host, the Emperor, joined in studio as always by... Always a pleasure. Highlander. Highlander, it's been a little while since we last Yeah, week. it was Welcome two back. weeks. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, did you tell them the reason I wasn't here last week? No, I did not. However, I just noticed that your microphone is just blasting again, which is weird because your volume levels are the same as mine. Well, you know. You might want to adjust that on the second one, second one, all the way to the left, all the way to the left, second one, turn to the left. Left, 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 left. How's that? There you go. Better? I don't know why you're still just shouting. Oh, okay. I don't get it. It's kind of weird, but... Why is it that every single time we do this, that the levels are never the same? Because I, Lord knows, I don't touch it. It just sits there on the desk between shows. I, I have no idea. You're asking. I've, Try I've, the black I one at the very top. Down. The black one all the way to the top. Yes. A little nod. Here. No, down, down, down. Black. Oh, yes. Right here. Turn okay. to the left a little bit. A little bit. There you go. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot to get through and only three hours to get to it. As always, we don't have enough time to cover everything we need to. But no, I did not tell them, Highlander, as to why you've not been here for two oh, weeks. Oh, okay. So, okay. Tell us. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll break down really quickly for you. I got a new job, pretty much, is what happened. The old, the job that I had, uh, I was spending a lot of money in gas. If you're if you're not here in America, you're also probably around the world, too, I think. Uh, gas is expensive, incredibly expensive. Yes. Right? Around these parts, it was uh, got up to like 425 at one point. I right. I think it's down to 405 now, which is... Despite there not left. being a shortage in gas, and despite gas having fallen yesterday to 93 bucks a yes, barrel. Yes, it's under $100 a barrel. It's still Way over under. 4 bucks. It's a bunch of bullshit. Ridiculous. I, something's going on. But anyway, the job I had, I was spending over $12 a day in gas, which is outrageous. I'm trying to save money for a bunch of other projects right. and spending over 200, you know, 200 to $250 a month in gas is not part of the plan. So I found a job that's a lot closer to my house. In fact, I could 
I could ride my bike there. I suppose I could walk there if I wanted to, but it would take a really long time. But anyway, I could ride my bike there if I wanted to. It only It's only a couple minutes drive, so I am enjoying that a lot, I have to say. Cool. Well, congratulations on the new job. Thank you. And, uh, we'll and how we, oh, sorry, I, I can't. I was going to ask you how your job's going, but we're not allowed to talk about that. Well, I mean, my job's fine. I got uh, heckled by protesters on Friday. It wasn't that fun. Oh, really? Yes. What were they protesting? Uh, well, there was only nine of them, but they all held up signs. They had a bullhorn, and they were screaming at people as we were leaving the building. Uh, they were protesting the war in Libya, the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, and the assassination or the murder of Osama bin Laden, as they call it. They were protesting your building? Yes, because it's... It's a oh okay yeah I, I get yeah I'm oh we have protesters at least you know once twice a month wow. for various things you know sometimes it's Teamster sometimes it's union stuff sometimes it's budget cuts or the war this time it was because we whacked Osama bin Laden and they didn't like it right I I I, I do think that now that he's dead we we might want to consider reassessing what we're doing in Afghanistan and uh, you know. Perhaps. So the problem is, I mean, we went over there with the intent of finding him and dismantling his organization. That, that was, was the, the point, point of going over there. Yes. We have killed him now, and his organization, for the most part, has been dismantled. Uh, I think we can, we can accomplish that mission. I think that mission was done you know, a couple yes. years ago. Now we're, now, now we're spending now. all this money on building roads and schools. And, you know, that's great for Afghanistan, but apparently over here we've got uh, some serious financial you crisis know, It wasn't going so on. much that if Afghanistan was to step up and actually take care of the business, but they're not. Unlike Iraq, they're not taking care of their own business. They're corrupt. They don't give a goddamn. I mean, they got people that are sticking into the military then shooting our guys when they're trying to train them. Look, if they don't care about having a crap hole nation, fine, let them have it. Let's get out of there. To hell with them. I, I am in agreement with We destroyed Al-Qaeda in Afghanistan in 0405. Yeah. At done. that point, other than finding him, and of course now we know he's been hiding in Pakistan for six years. And that is another thing, if you ask me. Oh, I, yeah. I, I would love to know where the money for that is coming from, because a giant-ass compound in a supposedly what every news organization is saying is a rich, affluent suburb of right. the capital of Pakistan, Yes, that costs some money. And I'd like to know where it came from. Uh, I'd like to know, more importantly, how the hell you can be in the middle of a city that has stationed 8,000 troops of Pakistani military. Literally, right across the street is the military academy for some of their students. How the hell you can be right in the middle of all that, and they don't know it? Bullshit. They knew he was there all along. Uh, They've been hiding this guy. Pakistan, at least behind the scenes, has some serious questions to answer. Absolutely. And uh, I would we be, are in agreement on that. We would be looking at them next. My, and I, you know, I was telling Mystic Man when she came down here, because what were you doing when you found out? Because I called you, um, and you already knew about it. Yeah, I had, um, what was I? I think I was actually on MSNBC at the time. I was watching... Um, one of the one of usually like at night they have those lockdown programs. Okay, yeah, where it's yeah, all yeah, about yeah. prisons and things. Right, I get a kick out of those because I think they're really? hysterical. See, I, I don't even watch that shit. Yeah, it's because it's it's just uh, it's it's bubble gum. It's you know cotton candy. You okay, know, you get to see the crazy prisoners like I don't care about nothing and getting beat up. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I get a chuckle out of it. But anyway, they 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 cut in with um, not Brian Williams although he came out eventually. Um, David Stone Gregory Phillips or whatever. Okay, uh, David Gregory he popped in and said there's going to be some major announcement. From Osama bin Laden regarding national security. And then it, as it slowly came out, um, right. found out that Osama bin Laden had been killed. I was in the middle of a Risk 2 game, uh, or a Risk game on StarCraft 2, and Mystic Mim came downstairs. This is about, I don't know, 15 after 10. And she's like, uh, because, you know, we use our you know, online names in real life. Of course. And she's like, Emp. I'm like, what? She's like, uh, you got to see this on TV. I said, what? I'm not even paying attention. 
I'm playing the game, so really engrossed, and it's this is like one of the greatest comeback victories I've ever had in Risk. And she says, um, you, no, you got to see this. Watch this. And she, she leaves me in suspense. She doesn't tell me what the hell's going on while I'm playing my game. It's just, and I, I kind of tune her out, and I'm really aggravated. So she's flipping through all the news channels. They're all saying the same thing. You know, uh, they're calling back the press corps. There's a major announcement coming on the right. way. It's Homeland Security bound, yada, yada, yada. So I said, what the hell's going on? So I defeat the last two guys. I get up and I walk over. And I'm just staring at the screen. And this is before, you know, they break the news that we whacked Osama bin Laden. I'm like, what the hell could they be talking about? I thought they had killed Gaddafi is what this was all about. You know, when uh, my uh, mom woke up my dad to tell him what was going on, right. and he was still half asleep, he thought someone had killed Obama. Because oh, okay. Because they, they got Osama bin Laden. Right. He was still half asleep, so I heard Osama, and he thought it was Obama. Obama. Okay. Yeah. He was like, what? Like, no, no. Because we had just killed um, Gaddafi's son a couple of days ago. So right. Like, all right, so NATO got Gaddafi, and that's what this is all about. And then it came out, and I'm like, <laughs> And I grab my phone. I'm calling everybody. Yeah. You I, uh, I, I stayed up till about 4.30 in the morning watching all the uh, I was up till about midnight. Stuff. Because at that point, I mean, he you know, addressed the nation. It was. Right. Well, I also didn't have to work on Monday, so that, okay, well, that, that helped. That helped. Um, I didn't like his speech. You didn't like his speech? I, I, I thought it was fine. What kind of aggravated was the I, 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 me, me, me. And even Mr. Kim turned to me and said, wow, if I didn't know better, I'd say he flew over there, killed him himself, threw him on his back, and carried him back to Washington in time for the speech. I'm like, you know, that's kind of, you got a good point. You should be talking up the guys who did the work. Oh, well, he did. I mean, he did, you know. He mentioned him, in, oh, he mentioned him in passing. I, I, to me, it just, it just rubbed me the wrong way. That's all. And, you know, I can't, Bush would not have, have done the same thing. His Speeches were never about me or I, which I think is a detriment to himself. But I don't know. The Obama just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, I'm glad he did it. I'm glad he had the balls to do it. Because, I mean, think about it. Yes. you got to order your guys in. This is assuming Pakistan didn't know about it. Uh, well, according to Pakistan, they didn't know about it. And right now they're all pissed about well, it. Well, of course. And it could be behind the scenes the United States saying, look, we'll play this game in public. You can say you didn't know about it, and you'll be all pissed. Uh-huh. All right? And we'll say you didn't know Bin Laden was there. We'll let you go. So, so, but so, behind the scenes... So behind the scenes, you think it was all you know, together like that? No, I think behind the scenes, the United States told him, said, we're about to pull off something. Don't you dare move, because you're asking the ringer. We know he's there or something. Or it could be behind the scenes, you know, Americans say, fine, you guys can say publicly, you know, we didn't know he was there, and, and be all nice. So we'll let you slide, but from now on, you're our personal bitch. You're going to do what we tell you. You're going to get these guys off the border because you don't have a choice. We got you dead to rights. You knew the son of a bitch was there, and you let him sit there for six years. And we could have whacked him. So, did you see the uh, tweets from the guy who uh, lives like really nearby? I did not, but I heard about it. The guy yeah, who it's lives really like funny. He's like, "Wow, there's there's helicopters, man. It usually doesn't happen this you know late at night. It was like one in the morning or something, and it's like, wow, there's uh, I heard some bombs and something's going crazy. And I was like, oh damn, did I just tweet the Osama bin Laden capture without realizing it? It's really funny. Stealth helicopters, too. Have you heard about this? Uh, I saw the one that, uh, was it, uh, did it blow it up or did it crash? It, it apparently or? had a mechanical function and it crashed. Oh, okay. They blew up half of it, but they didn't kill the rotor. But I guess, um, it's for one, it's it's got like quiet rotors that you really can't hear. Uh-huh. And the second thing is, apparently, it's invisible to radar. It's like a self-help fighter. Oh, interesting. So okay. apparently, it's one of our most closely guarded secrets that no one knew we had. I see. I, I, guess, I thought I, I thought every uh, crazy alien whack job men in black person knew that. Okay, well, because they, they right. because because <laughs> if you, you talk about they always talk about the the secret black helicopters that are like whisper quiet, yeah. silent, well, and, and, yeah. and they swoop in and the men in black people come. And, yeah, yeah, exactly that kind of thing. Well, I'll be yeah. damned, we had them. I didn't know we had Airwolf sitting in the reserve, but I'm glad nice. we did. <laughs> yes, Airwolf sitting in reserve. That's but uh, 
you know, I, I gotta wonder if anybody's made a Counter Strike level of that compound yet. You gotta, I mean, uh, we're talking about that. I would think that somebody has by this point. Not uh, Counter Strike, but it is one of the articles that we're gonna talk about. Okay, the one of the ones we pulled up. Awesome. Yes, one of the ones that uh, I found for you. Yeah. Uh, last thing before we get off of the Vin Laden thing, so we gotta get we got a shitload of stuff to get in about two about games. Okay, something must have happened with IRC who just dropped about a dozen people. I I I hate when IRC has a server splitter does some shit like this. Everybody pings out and has to get back in here. Look. Killian Skorka from Limerick Aircoms. All right, well, we know where he's from. See, everybody's just dropping off now. I'll have to wait for them to come, for them no, to come back weird. in. But they can still hear. Um, I, I will say, initially, I was upset. Really? That, that they, no, I was initially I was upset that they didn't release the pictures. Yeah. Because, because there are going to be people that be like, oh, they didn't really kill him. Mm-hmm. But now that Al-Qaeda has confirmed that Osama bin Laden's dead, I have no problem with not seeing with the picture. You know, and that's fine, too, other than the, you can fact that, you can, that the conspiracy theorists, which, let's be honest, you're never going to convince these assholes. No, otherwise. no, no. Um, but they can always say, well, you know, Bin Laden's just have him say that so they stop looking for him. That way, you know, if he thinks he's dead, then we won't look for him anymore. Right. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's, that's stretching quite a bit. Though. I would prefer the pictures to be released only because I, uh, I think that it would help our cause in the Middle East. And here's why there are a lot of, if we were to believe that, you know, there are the majority of Islam and majority of Muslims are, you know, nice, moderate fence sitters or not people who are trying to kill others. Then we are to believe that they are going to be buying into the. Uh, they're only going to be hearing the propaganda from the Al Qaeda, the Taliban, et cetera, saying, right, "Well, he's right. not dead. If he's dead, they would lose the pictures." Right. Well, of course, anybody who's you know over there is going to be suspicious of the United States to begin with. Is going to stop and say, "You know, that's a good point. Why don't they release it? You think this is the one guy they've been after for a decade? They'd be you know screaming from the rooftops. Here's a picture." I think if we release it, and I think there's enough people over there with enough common sense to be like, "Okay." Here it is. Here's the proof. All right. Well, I don't have to listen to Al-Qaeda. I don't have to listen to Taliban. You know, they can try and spin it any way they like. Obviously, Americans did whack them. Here's the picture. I think there's enough people that would buy into that and, and would not buy into the propaganda crap that they're giving. Not to mention, I personally would like to see it. I think it's it I personally would like to, to see it, too. The, uh, the, the closest they have, have you seen the Reuters pictures? Of the compound? No. I, uh, actually, Reuters I tried, released... but they had them yanked down. Oh, so. okay. Well, I'm lucky I saw them. Then. They, they released pictures of... The compound and several individuals who were killed. Right. They show pictures of that. But they didn't show any pictures of Osama bin Laden. That's yeah, another thing that kind of pisses me off is the fact that they can't get their story straight. That just aggravates the hell out of me. I think they've botched this they, entire... They who? The White, uh, the White House is the one that's releasing all the stories, and they keep revising it. And it's and it's not the same from, from one day to the next. And I think they've botched this entire thing. I think Obama really dropped the ball when it came to you know capitalizing on this for his ratings. His ratings were always starting to fall backwards. But it's, you know, first it was, well, he was armed, and there was, you know, four guys. We fought our way in there, and we shot and killed his wife. He was a shield. The next day it was, well, he wasn't armed, uh, but we still killed the wife. Then it turns out the next day he wasn't armed. Uh, We found him without any weapons in his hand. The wife wasn't killed. She was shot in the leg. She wasn't being a human shield. There was 22 guys in the compound with a bunch on the roof shooting at us. The next day it's, well, there was a whole bunch of kids and children there. There weren't, you know, a whole lot of guards. It's just... It's you know one story from the next. First he was armed, then he wasn't. We first apparently we told him to surrender, and he didn't, so we shot him. Now it's well, we never gave him the option to surrender. We went in there with the idea to kill him. I, I wish that they had debriefed this this commando team, which apparently are the SEALs, allegedly. Yeah, probably, probably Delta Force or something. Uh, Delta Force, the one apparently who nabbed Hussein. Really, Saddam Hussein. That was Delta Force, and they got his two kids. Apparently, uh-huh. this was allegedly the Navy SEALs. Um. I work with a, a girl. Actually, we know him pretty well. Uh, her husband is a 
re- just recently retired Navy SEAL. Uh-huh. So I've been I've been wanting to get his opinion of it to see what he has to say. He's not he wasn't on that team, it's my understanding, but I I just I think they should have debriefed the team, found out exactly what happened, and then had a coherent story to come out because it just makes the whole thing seem you know bush league and amateur, and this is gonna. Again, it could play right into the hands of all these morons out there. Oh, yeah, not we'll, really just, we'll have to see. Have it it sounds like story. a lot of things got leaked out because people wanted to get the story first and they wanted to tell everyone. And but it's the White House the thing. one that's saying it. And they're the ones saying, okay, well, even we're confused. Then they, you know, you've seen that picture of them in the situation room. Yeah. Where everybody's sitting and, you know, they've got. And they're, all, they're all freaking out and they're all, yeah. Yeah. Well, not freaking out, but you Apparently, can't tell. the whole thing was false. Like when uh, Clinton said that she wasn't actually horrified, she was in the middle of sneezing. And what they were watching at the time, they were watching a black screen because they had a 20 minutes worth of blackout where nothing happened. So the whole thing, I mean, they released this picture and it's, you know, they let it slide and, you know, kind of let people look at it and say, okay, well, look how tense they are. And everybody's, you know, watching this. And then it comes out later. Well, we weren't tense because there's nothing going on. Even Clinton says, I just had allergies that day. I was sneezing. I wasn't horrified because we weren't seeing anything. It's like, Jesus. Have a coherent story to come out and tell us and rather than making everybody guess and you keep contradicting yourself, I mean, that's just going to make a lot of people start questioning it. I, I think that's that's the last thing we need is, is this. It should have been, he's dead, here's a picture, play, you know, lay a wreath at, at 9-11 and, or at the ground zero and move on. We're done. Next step. Who's next on the list? That's me. Know. I don't know. That's you. We have games to get to tonight. We, we have a lot of games to get to tonight. God damn it. I, this kind of aggravates. Look at how many people have dropped that virus. There's got to be at least 30 here. Yeah. I actually heard the picture wasn't from watching that live feed thing. Well, that's that's not it, Owen. They were just watching a, a video of a hep, it was like a helmet cam on one of the soldiers. Ah, okay. I was running through there. So, all right. We have a whole bunch to get to uh, this evening, Highlander. We also have, I assume, we have all of our normal segments. Uh, you know, I, I just realized I did not do forbidden knowledge. I forgot about that. Oh, okay. I had the thing ready to go. I did not write it. I just realized that. Yeah, there's the uh, yeah, there's yeah, the, there's the, and we'll Twitter actually thing. kick off with this thing. But uh, real quick, do we have any announcements coming up? Uh, the newsletter. Don't forget that if you guys haven't read the newsletter, the third op, the third episode or the third printing, I guess, of the opinions of the court is now out there. You should sign up for this newsletter if you have not done so already. Go to the yeah, shows ta- the shows tab on the vtlproductions.com for the Empress Court. Click on that to the right. You'll see the subscribe button. Click on that. Add your email and get in on the conversation. Uh, speaking of which, I did not release any of the info for people to get in here for those who don't already know. How dare I? Uh, one second. I just added somebody, so everything's there it is right off. There. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. We also have an update coming later for the VTW Fantasy Baseball League. You had a monster night last night. Uh, not good enough, sir. You're having a oh, monster no, I'm, whatever. I'm way ahead. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you are way ahead. Right. So I, there is that. Well, I, you know, partially it's because all my pitching as of late has really sucked. The other thing, too, is your I pitching for innings used is way over. You're way You're 75 innings ahead. Yeah, last so, I saw it was 51. Yeah, no, you've, you've used up a lot. That's going to hurt you in uh, later rounds because your, your pitching is going to die out. So, in fact, here, I'll show you. I would like to see it myself. Well, hell, if we're going to do this, we might as well go ahead and, and just play the sounder, do the update, and be done with it. Um, oh, you didn't put it on the no, sound I did. effects it's right there. Thing? Oh, there. Oh, oh I got the sound. Okay. All right. All right. So, an update on the fantasy baseball league for First World Productions. Let's head down to the league. 
and we'll give the rundown. In first place, the C1G All-Stars under yours truly, way ahead of the pack. And in first place, and second place, bringing up a, a distant second, is Jeter's Never Prosper. Under Highlander here. Down by Marcus. 172 points. Yes. Although that will go up because I have two pitchers going tonight. Two of them, uh, one of them is Jared Jeter. Aha. Unfortunately, he's against us tonight. So that's, you know, I hope he loses. Hope he loses one nothing. Uh, Jeter's Never Prosper under Highlander's number two. Martyrdoms, which Martyrs from Falls, number three. Uh, Varyard's Rampaging Redesize, number four. I play Lee's Baseball, number five. And Jeep's Long Socks at six. In fact, uh, four, five, six, seven, and eight are all kind of even nine. Faith Nigman from Scullion, and eighth and nine, respectively. Uh, all these guys have been striking distance of like third place. So yeah. it's it's not only a month into the season, folks. We've got plenty of time yet. But uh, Scrambles in 10th, Excommunicated Popes in 11th. Legal Sombreros in 12th, and the Cult of Pussars in 13th. But since Ouch. at least Excommunicated Popes is trying. He's had seven moves, and he's, just, he's got nothing going on. So he's trying, at least. But, yeah, if you look with your team here, Jeter's yeah, Let me prosper. see how many uh, innings now. You're plus 74. Yeah, you were way over. Oh, I know why, because I added uh, Kevin Correa, and I dropped... Uh, I can't even remember who the hell his name is, but it was, I was using him while uh, Evan Longoria was... Out. On the DL. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's what happened. Well, you know, what happens is this only works for innings that they've actually used, innings that you actually played them. Right. So this only counts if they're up here eating up innings and they're pitching. So, yeah, you've got one, two, three, four. You've got six pitchers on the bench, not including the six you got going. That's an awful lot of pitching. Uh, I'm just looking at your team. Let's see what you've got. Uh, Jimenez is awesome. Uh, not right now. So he's far not... has been good. Perez has been okay. Cliff Lee's awesome. And then garbage, 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 garbage. Once upon a time, Josh Peck and Carlos Sombrano were two of the best in the league. Tim Hudson wasn't bad, neither was Derek Lowe. Uh, Tim Hudson's doing fantastic. Quickest Is he thing. Yeah, look, at he just gave me 60 points in one shot. Let's take a look at his... Uh, well, that's 60. He's got a loss, loss, loss. Really? He's got... Uh, he's two move that over. Move the bottom thing over to see how many points. So he got 58 and a win, 18 and a win, 0, 3, and 6. So I'm not sure how many points he's actually really helped you out on. He's got three losses, two and three. So yeah. And then there's mine, but again, there's really no point in going through a roster of players. That most yeah, it would be boring for on. everyone. Yeah. The bottom line is there's the uh, leaderboard in the Versa World Fantasy Baseball. Now this one, Helen, you sent along. This is from Geek.com, and this is uh, keeping secrets becomes harder in the age of Twitter. Indeed. Explain this one to us. Um, no, I didn't send this one to you. Oh, you did not. Okay, no. this was from. Um, in fact, now that I think about it, I'm trying to. I don't think uh, any of mine that I sent you are are up there. Uh, they should be. No, I didn't send you that one. I did send you that one. Okay, then yeah, there's a couple of them there that I sent. This okay, is one I found myself. There we go. Then, yeah. All right, yeah, so I'm never mind. Yours. It's not like I don't. Oh, it's okay. Uh. Hang on one second. Yeah, Tech Priest, send that to Varyar, the newest one, and we'll run that uh, for next month. Remember, we only do this once a month. Okay, back to it. Okay. I mean, I'll be happy to read it for you. Yeah, okay. Well, let's, let's do that thing because I've been talking okay. about it. So. Twitter has once again been thrust into the spotlight as a result of its impact on a major news story. As we reported, Twitter is already credited with breaking the news of Osama bin Laden's death. But in fairness, it did come from a source in the mainstream media. So while Twitter can't really take credit for getting the news first, they can take credit for documenting an account of the raid while it was happening. A gentleman by the name of Sohiab Alter, who goes by at Reality Virtual on Twitter, began tweeting about a helicopter hovering over Abu Tabad, I can never pronounce that, at 1 a.m., which he said was a rare event. 
<clears throat> the spotting of the helicopter was followed up by what, what was reported to be, quote, a huge window-shaking bang. He then went on to say he hoped it wasn't the start of, quote, something nasty. And we got to scroll And around. then here is the... About an hour later, he reported that a helicopter was shot down near the Bial town area. As we now know, it has been confirmed that a helicopter was lost in the raid on Osama bin Laden due to a mechanical failure. At the time, al believed that the helicopter crash was the result of a training accident, as claimed by a majority of the Pakistan army. Though he did respond to at M. Hochin via Twitter by saying that a few people online believed that one of the copters was not Pakistani. As it turned out, he was absolutely right on that one. Mokinid Shah also tweeted about events in Abu Dhabi during the evening. <laughs> I never pronounce it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time I see that, I just think like much. Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi, Abu That's yeah. American shooting up Abu Dhabi, Laden. During the evening, commenting that no one was picking up phones in the town, not even landlines, and that his family in the city reported hearing three blasts, one after another. He went on to report that roads in the city were blocked and that the army and local administration were tight-lipped, giving some indication that the Pakistani government may have cooperated with the raid. I again, I I question that. I, I question probably the, the higher-ups, but on a local level, it would not surprise me. I, I don't think the Americans would contact some local major and say, Psst, by the way, in about an hour, we're going to have you know, 80 Navy SEALs come into your town. No, it would be a Pakistani official, but I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised that the entire apparatus, the, the upper echelon of the Pakistani government, probably did not know. They claim they scrambled uh, F-16 fighters to intercept. Now, i got a question, you Hounder. We were on the ground for an hour, shooting this place up, raiding and taking everything with us. I don't know where the hell you are in Pakistan. You have an air base that takes you an hour to fly, two, MC, or two F-16s to get there to find out why there's two helicopters. Well, the answer is they didn't. That's, well, right. Yeah, obviously. It wasn't until many hours later that Althair came to grips with a small part in the historic event by tweeting, Uh-oh, now I'm the guy who live-blogged the Osama raid without knowing it. Althair's tweets show that with the invention of Twitter, it has become increasingly harder for governments to control information, and I agree with that completely. Yes. If phones and communications in the town were really cut off during the Bin Laden raid, as was alluded to by Shah, someone apparently forgot about Twitter. Althair, without even knowing it, could have tipped off supporters of Osama bin Laden to send in reinforcements to push back the American-led raid. Supposing he had any there. On the flip side, Twitter is a gold mine for intelligence. If the roles reversed and it was an American compound which was about to be raided, the eyewitness account in real time could have given enough lead time for those within to prepare for an attack. It seems military planners and intelligence officers need to begin to put Twitter in the equation when it comes to receiving and controlling information. Just like any weapon, it can be used to our advantage, but it can also be a dangerous tool when used by our enemy or innocent bystanders who are simply reporting what they are seeing from their bedroom window. Well, that. <clears throat> what do you say to that? I mean, what do we say? I I agree completely. I, I think I that uh, with Twitter and uh, the internet and everything like that, it's 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 going to make it a lot more difficult for um, autocratic governments to hold on to you know and control its populace. And yet, China has done very well doing just that. I mean, uh, they're doing it very well at keeping their people in to you know, a degree. Although they're not, I mean, even though they say they're communist and it's a, obviously not a communist country anymore. It's it's, uh, a, it, it's a it's a capitalist country with an, an autocratic government. So change, that all the change is already controlled by the government itself. So right. I mean, isn't change that, is already started to happen in China. But isn't that really communism? We get right down to it that all the business is state run, state controlled, state owned. No, Most, they're not run by the government. They're they're run by private individuals. Majority of the larger, I mean, majority of the larger corporations are in, at least in part controlled or run by the government. 
No. There might be small, tiny little business here and there nobody gives a shit about, but trust me, the bureaucracy, I mean... There is a bureaucracy, but they're not run by the government, though. They're overseen by the government. Okay. But that's... And, and, I mean, if, really. If, if they're all run by the government, then there would be no, there'd be no markets over there whatsoever, because what would be the point? It's a very limited market for a lot of stuff. Look at, I mean, look at... No, I'm, I'm talking about a stock market. There, there would be no purpose for a stock market whatsoever. The but stock market they have is really a pretty in thriving Hong Kong. one over there. Well, again... What the hell was this one now? Uh, I have no idea. I don't even know what, what the hell. Yeah, I want to. Microsoft recruits Clippy for an office training game. This is from, all from geek.com. Now, Clippy, for those who know, is that stupid little paper clip that shows up on your uh, Windows office in case you need help doing something. You know, some annoying little thing you just want to bend and just throw away. Well, they, they got rid of it a while ago because people hated it. Yeah, well, I still hate Every it. Every time we try to. Really? The how, clip? How, yeah. How, how old is your copy of Office? 2002. Oh, okay. well, that would be why. Yeah. Okay. If you thought you'd seen the last of Clippy the Paperclip, look, uh, lock the doors and hide your wife. He's back, and he's still eager to help you get around Microsoft Office. Microsoft has brought him back for a series of MS Office training games that gets you familiar with the suites of feature and tools. He makes his triumphant return in the recently released game of the series, Ribbon Hero 2. I didn't know there was a Ribbon uh, Hero 1. I didn't either. And I could have gone the rest of my life without finding that out. The game's official title is Ribbon Hero 2, Clippy's Second Chance. In the game, Clippy appears in different places along the challenges in the game to offer tips and tricks that will help you complete quests, finish challenges, score points, and boost your level. The game itself runs alongside the MS Office suite of applications and gives you points for doing your day-to-day work. Additionally, when you want to take some time out to learn about the suite, you can hop into the game and complete, uh, complete the theme challenges and skill tests designed to help you learn some Word, PowerPoint, Excel, and Outlook features. I wonder if he got the plays to get certified. I don't know. What would Clippy do? Would he a? Uh, what would that? That'd make a great T-shirt. In the new version of the game, Clippy is ever present in the upper left-hand corner of the screen, occasionally dropping in your challenge to offer a clue to complete it, or some guidance if you need help. In a video announcing the new game, Doug Thomas from Microsoft's Office Casual blog refers to Clippy as our favorite paperclip. No, and essentially says he's backed by popular demand. Again, no. no. We're not sure about the popular demand part, but he's definitely back, and fans of the little paperclip can see more of him in Ribbon Hero 2. The game is a free download, naturally, because who the hell would pay for it, from Microsoft Office Labs, requires Windows Vista or Windows 7, and will help you with Office 2007 or 2010. Oh, that means you're not going to be in it, because yours is from 2002. Except that at work we have Microsoft, they just upgraded everybody to Microsoft 2007, Office 2007, okay, well, which I don't, I don't particularly care for. I don't think you're going to have to worry about people... At work, right? Downloading the, no, probably the Office game. I don't know. Goomba Boy might though. I, that guy will play games given the opportunity. PSN was running on an un- unpatched Apache server with no firewall. This is interesting from Geek.com as well. I just saw this. The uh, Curiosity and the PSN network. Few gamers will be feeling sorry for Sony and the mess caused when this PSN hacking debacle. But if you're just annoyed by what has happened, be prepared to now start getting a bit angry. And actually, I write about this for the upcoming um, newsletter. Uh-huh. Is about the fall of Sony and and exactly, you know, what's going to end up happening to them. And I think there's going to be a blowback. Maybe not right away, but you're going to see it specifically in the next generation of consoles. Eventually, but I I, I don't think Sony's going to die off as a result. Oh, I don't think they're going to die off in it either. But I think the, the PlayStation is going to give up a large share of the market, a large part of the market share, because of what's happened. Larger? Yeah, I, I I could supposedly see that. I mean, right now it's 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 the least of the three. I actually, I believe it's now caught up or surpassed slightly Xbox. Are you sure? I think 
I mean, uh, I'll admit no I've, I've not checked recently. No, left. Do me a favor. Go ahead, uh, if you can. Pull to see who's got more consoles sold. The Wii, which I think is, is the Wii by yeah, a long shot. Yeah, it is shot. the Wii, yeah. But that's really fallen over by the wayside in the last two years. I mean, no one's buying Wii. Right, right. The Wii, the Xbox, the PlayStation 3. Uh, <clears throat> Dr. Gene Spafford, CERIS fellow and professor of computer science at Purdue University. Okay, well, you know, that just questions the entire article because Purdue's a shitty little... Barely Big Ten College has been take. Uh, let's see, talking and hearing about the PSN security breach held by the House Subcommittee on Commerce, Manufacturing, and Trade. He explained that independent security experts monitor Sony's systems, such as the PlayStation Network, Curiosity, and Sony Online, and report in an open forum Sony employees' view about anything they find. Those security experts apparently reported some major failings with Sony's servers some three months before the April 17 hack occurred. These weren't small issues. There were blatant oversights and laziness on the parts of Sony's engineering team, which, although you weren't here for it last week, Hounder, uh-huh. I melted down about this very thing. Did you really? Yes, yeah, so I was pissed. Still am, actually. Especially with what they turned around and said they were going to do for those people who were inconvenienced or found that you know, their accounts have been hacked or had their credit cards swiped. They're going to offer you some free downloadable content maybe down the road or some in-game events for those who play their, uh, you know, their MMOs around the network. Uh-huh. That was it. That's all they're offering. Bunch of bullshit. The issue reported uh, was the fact that Sony was running a PSN on a server that had an outdated version of Apache and no firewall in place. That meant any vulnerabilities known about that version of Apache and patched in more up-to-date releases were easy to take advantage of. With no firewall in place, the hacker probably had a very easy time of it. Which only goes to question, Hounder, why it took so long for someone to actually do it. Uh, I would imagine it was uh, an assumption that Sony knew what it was doing. That a, a corporation that big wouldn't do something that's stupid, I guess. Hmm. We don't know what's worse here. The fact that Sony engineers ran such an unsecure system or that they knowingly ignored being called out on it by some security experts in a forum. Whatever the case, that $1 billion with a PSN lawsuit in Canada just got some fresh ammunition to use in court. Not to mention the class action lawsuit that's getting steam in D.C. Right. As for Sony, they were invited to attend the hearing, but declined and sent a letter instead explaining how their systems will be much more secure in the future. Their giant plan, of course, no doubt is, we're going to use a firewall this time. That's right. That'll teach them. <laughs> no, the entire, this entire Sony thing has been an absolute debacle. And I, I, we'll get to this in a minute. Okay. It, it just it aggravates me that a major corporation like this that has a major, uh, here it is, thank you. Let's see. None left has eighty-six million for the as of March thirty-first for the Wii. Xbox Three Sixty has fifty million as of January uh, two thousand eleven. The PlayStation Three has fifty million as of April two thousand eleven. So mm. they're roughly pretty, equal. Pretty pretty close. Yeah. Hmm. Greebox says I should just purge myself for being a Purdue alumni. Yes, you should. Absolutely, purchase. Put yourself in the purge. I like that. When the listeners start to police themselves and they're starting to put themselves on the purge list, it just makes my job so much easier. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Is the PSN back up? I have not. I, uh, as far as I know, no, I, I don't think so. I, it was supposed to be up Tuesday, but I'll be honest, I didn't check. I've been dying to play the Dynasty Warriors online with the co-op, but, you know, now that I've actually gotten into it and unlocked some stuff, I can't because there's no PlayStation Network. Right. I got it for the PS3. So in I, fact, I, I think it was up, and then it got hacked again, and then they took it back down, and now it's been down. So it got hacked again when they brought it back. Yeah, up. you know, you remember hearing about that? It was like well, a, an additional, not an additional, might have been the well, same. Well, I know they said they hacked in there the was 16th. Like 20, there was like twenty million. 20, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was that the sixteenth. 
That, that, that was like April the second April 16th, hack. and then April 20th is when they took the network down, saying, all right, our network got hacked. So it's that's like 100 million people, if you put it all together. The 77 from the original, and the 25 from this new one they found. Right. I didn't even know they had 100 million people sent up to the network for anything. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, Shrig says the PlayStation Network is not up, so that's going on yeah, three weeks I, I didn't think it was, yeah. And I'll tell you, and you guys read the article, but I, you know, I'll pump it out here just for the argument. But I think it's fair to say the longest network stays down. You know, people are going to turn around and start buying either, and this is what Legal Tender thought, and we, I was talking to him at lunch. And Highlander, he is of the opinion that people will now trade in their PlayStation uh, 3s and exchange for the Xbox. I don't know. That's a, that's an awful lot of hassle. I mean, if, if, if it, it stays is, down a long, it depends on what the threshold is for the people that enjoy playing online, how right. long the network stays down before they decide to just give up because they're going to shell out another you know, $250, $300 for a whole system. Well, I mean, if, if you're turning online. in a play, well, I mean, you can get an Xbox for like 200 bucks now. So if you're turning in a PlayStation 3, depending on what it is, I mean, you can get a nice chunk of change taken off the Xbox. And Xbox Live is a better system than PSN. So, but what, I, what my argument is that I think you'll really see a bigger change when it comes time for the next generation, the eighth generation of consoles to come out. I think it's eighth. And about a year and a half from now, people are going to look at this and say, do I really want to buy a Sony and have to deal with that kind of hassle again because they can't protect their shit? Or should this time I'd rather go with the Xbox? Because most games come out for both systems anyways these days. Yeah, usually it's Xbox 360 and PS3, and then the Wii is its own separate weird right. creation. I don't even and know my guess is that. the Wii 2 will be more in line with the others. Probably. As far as that goes. But, I mean, there are very few exclusive titles now between the two major uh, consoles for gamers. That's the PlayStation and the Xbox. And really, those, I mean, uh, Halo is the biggest one I can think of that's an exclusive title. Do you think people would really miss it? No. So I think it's very possible you will see Sony lose a, a bigger chunk of the market share in the next generation, as long as things are even relatively equal. As far as price and schematics go, if the two consoles are relatively you know, even, I think you'll see a lot more people opt with the Xbox this time rather than take the chance that they're going to have all the information hacked and lost or have to deal with downtime or put up with the bullshit that is you know, what Sony's doing. Well, we'll have to see. I mean, right now, the other big reason I can see people not immediately turning in their PS3s is probably the people that have the PS3s use that as their Blu-ray player. Right. And the 360 does not support Blu-ray. So you'd, you'd be there missing out on all that kind of stuff. You know, I'm assuming those people that have the, the, the PS3 don't have an additional Blu-ray player as well, unless they're made of money, which very well could be the case. But I highly doubt it. So there's that to consider, too. And that's a very good point. But again, you know, I'm talking next-generation console. It could be that... The next Xbox does have a Blu-ray player in it. I'm I'm willing so, to bet it will. Yeah, yeah, because originally they had HD DVD, but they bet on the wrong horse. So that's why it Which doesn't is have the second time it's happened. I actually read an article uh, a couple of weeks ago saying that the Blu-ray has been a failure. That they're still selling as many regular DVDs as they're selling Blu-rays, and that people apparently just uh, for a couple of reasons. Don't see well, I can a big think enough, one big reason. Uh, don't see a big enough difference between a regular DVD and a Blu-ray for the amount of money. And the second thing is that a lot of people don't understand that a lot of Blu-ray players are backwards compatible. You know, they'll play a regular DVD because oh, when they first yeah. came out, they didn't. But a lot of them do that now. A lot of people apparently haven't realized that and they just don't want the expense. What's the reason you think? Well, the the reason is it's the same reason why I don't have a Blu-ray player yet. You you have to have an appropriate television to see it. If, if you well, just have a regular point, a television. Of, I think most people have a high-definition TV of one kind or another, I think, at this point. I don't. You don't think so? 
No, I, I, I literally say, I, well, I don't and I don't. Well, that's because you're cheap and you're poor and you're white trash. Exactly. Whereas I have three. Four if you include the monitor. Oh, good for you. I am awesome. Yes. But there, there are a lot of people that uh, aren't going to awesome. spend you know, over a grand to get a, a, a really decent television. I didn't spend a dime on this monitor. Really? Yes. It's quite large. How, how large is this monitor? Uh, you know, last I'd say I measured it's at least it, 27, 28 inch. Maybe? Yeah, it was close. Last I measured it was 30 inches. 30? Inch. Yes. I didn't know they made them that big. And I said, didn't either until I got and, it. And, and you say you didn't pay a dime for it. No, it was free. Free? Free. They shipped it to me. Yeah, yeah. Were they giving them away? Came all the way from California. Did you do something to, to earn this? As a fact, as a matter of fact, I did, yes. Yeah. What, well, pray tell. What would that be, sir? Well, I believe I entered and won the uh, Blizzard's World of Warcraft Arena Competition 2009. And I won this nice 30-inch Dell UltraSharp monitor with beta keys. With beta keys? Yes. Which are then properly sold and used. <laughs> what the hell am I wrong about? What? It's the kind of like, Highlander is wrong. About what, people not wanting to buy a high-definition television? Well, I think that's a legitimate point. I think people well, would people like to buy drop it, but... dollars Yeah, I mean, if people are going to drop a lot of money. Right. Know, those are still a lot of money to get Look, a Look, the only reason I television. have the TVs I got is because and, I got awesome deals on it. Oh, that's the only reason I did. Right. I mean, what, what I'm saying is that if, if you're going to have a Blu-ray, then you have to have the right kind of setup in order to properly see right. the difference between Blu-ray and DVD. you got to have and the it, HDMI and, cable. you got to have the monitor. Yeah. you got to have, you know... You gotta have all that stuff, and if if people still are holding on to their old televisions, a DVD is gonna be fine. It's gonna be good enough. They they don't have to spend that extra money to get the uber incredible holy shit edition, right? That has the the Blu-ray and the DVD. Heck, you I just saw right now uh, before I came over here, Tron Legacy. You can get a seventy dollar version that is a five disc version. Yes, it's it's Blu-ray. It's, it's over there. Blu-ray three D. Yes. Then it's DVD, right? Then it's uh, a digital copy, and then you get a DVD copy of the original Tron movie. So, kind of says you can get an HGTV for three hundred bucks these days. <laughs> yeah, I, it was like twelve I, inches. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't touch that at all. No way. If if, if you're going to get an HD DV, then you want to get a really good one. You want to get some <laughs> little pissant, you know, piece of shit from you know insert backward third world country right. here. Exact says a high definition monitor in my country costs five chickens and a cow. <laughs> Speaking of Tron, I have Tron, the original Tron on Blu-ray now, and Tron Legacy on Blu-ray. I got them both. Did they, re- I, did they release Tron on Blu-ray? Yeah, hang on. I'll grab it. I mean, I know they released uh, Tron Legacy. Yeah, I got it right here. All right. I will take a look for it. But seriously, I would not spend, if, if, if I saw an HDTV for $300, no, I, saw the, uh, I would be very leery. I saw the $70 one for Legacy, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool, but I don't have 3D, so what the hell am I going to oh, do? Oh, look at that. Holy yeah, crap. Oh, shit. I have not seen the original Tron, in, which is based on a, you know, a guy getting sucked into so a what, computer. So uh, I, I see you have Tron Legacy. What yes. version did you end up getting? I got the Blu-ray. The Blu-ray? Yeah, I mean, what the hell am I going to do with the 3D? Right. You, you, well, you don't have a 3D television, right. which is a whole, other, buy one whole other can of worms right there. Yeah. Two-disc combo pack. I have a 40-inch LCD TV. Uh, I have a Sony. I have a 50-inch DLP Samsung, and I got the uh, Dell Shop monitor. So I got those three. But again, I bought them... Because I you know, got really good deals. They were like Black Friday-type deals. Oh, okay. And I got the Samsung because I lied. So, Did you really? Yes, I did. Well, what I did was I went up. To, I went to H.H. Craig, uh-huh. and I was talking to the guy there, uh, the salesman. And I said, look, you know, my fiancé, now wife, Mr. Bam, was at the time working at Sears. And it was friends and family night. And I said, well, she gets 10% off plus an additional 20% off. TV's there. I said, but i got to be honest with you. I don't like Sears. I'm lying. So I don't like Sears. I'd rather buy it from you guys. So what kind of deal can you make? Can you match that? 
Well, the guy comes back and says, yeah, we can match it barely because it only comes in at $3 over cost. So, uh, yeah, I guess we can technically match it if you want to buy from us. Jeez. Wrap it up! <laughs> Borrow the truck from my boss, and I carted the thing over here. That is crazy. And I'll be honest with you, it's probably got less than 3,000 hours used on it. Seriously? Just seriously. I never watch it. I don't have the time. Oh, yeah, I can imagine I, with uh, you running around that crazy. And Mr. Pin watches the TV I got her for Christmas last year. Which, which is upstairs. Is upstairs, right, 40-inch. Right, yeah. So, although I've been putting some hours in on Dynasty Warrior 7 uh, this past week, I, I've de- bound and determined now to finish up DW7, then move on. I want to finish up the, the uh, three Lancashire games I got on there I downloaded, and then I want to finish up Final Fantasy XIII. Nice. I want to start clearing the docket of all these PlayStation games I've got sitting here that I've been letting waste for a long time. I've, I've been doing that with my 360 games. Um, what was the game? I, I'm playing Condemned 2 right now, which is pretty good. Not as scary as the original Condemned, but still pretty scary. And there was one that I just finished, and I cannot remember for the life of me what it is. Son of a bitch. America says, I think M's compensating with those mon- big monitors. <laughs> wow, thanks. What the heck was that? I have no idea. Oh, I believe that's Mystic Man working in the attic. She's working in the attic? Yeah, see, her in- our in-laws have moved to Iowa, and now they're coming home within a week because her brother's graduating from Cleveland State. So, of course, without bothering to tell me, she won offered up the house for her brother's party for all his buddies to come over here, uh-huh. who I don't know any of them and don't know her brothers that well. Okay. And second, she's invited all of her in-laws to come over here and spend the night for the weekend so they can come into town. So now we have to take all those boxes in those two upstairs rooms and throw them up into the attic, which, of course, was not ready. Uh-huh. So I said, fine. Is, is the attic supposed to be finished? or is it? Just- well, what happened was they, when we bought the place, they put extra insulation into the attic. The problem is the dumbass was lazy, and he didn't want to deal with it, so he put down the wood first and then the insulation on top of it. Oh, that's Instead uh, of putting the insulation between the rafters and then putting the wood on top of it. Right. So we can't do it, otherwise we crush the insulation. So now she's pulling all that shit up. Oh. Because I did... Uh, Does she have a mask on? Hopefully? Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. you don't want to be breathing that in. Well, that's the problem. That's why I'm not up there. Oh, okay. It's because... Uh, for yeah, reasons I won't go into... You and lungs I would suck. die. Yeah. So, although I've I've been... Doing most of the heavy lifting here. I've got all the, all the stuff boxed and ready to go. In fact, uh, I also took out, this is what I spent this last week doing. My, my arms are killing me. I went to the doctor yesterday for this. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute. But I took all of my games. I had like like five boxes and like two 40-gallon tubs of games, systems, you know, strategy guys, everything from when I was a kid. Okay. Kept all of it. And actually, if you go into the utility room and make a right, I've got three cabinets back there. Very nicely organized. Nintendo up here, PlayStation here. Uh-huh. You know, imports here, PlayStation 2, yada, yada, yada. So I've been, you know, clearing all that stuff out bit by bit and bringing all the boxes down here, so. Dina still watches VHSs? Are you high? Or poor. <laughs> Man, even, even, even if you're poor, you can get DVDs for like 10 bucks now. Even cheaper than that, depending on, yeah, depending well, on what movie you're, right. you're getting. Man, VHS. The last VHS I got was The Matrix. I've still got VHS. I mean, I can't watch them, but I got them. Uh, I don't even know where they are anymore. I'm sure there's some somewhere. We had beta tapes. Those are probably collectible. You know, they probably are. And it was crazy because we, I think uh, we got like a ton of them from a video store that was just trying to, everything must go because much like HD, DVD, and Blu-ray, right. uh, beta lost in VHS 1, so they were getting rid of all their beta tapes. So my sister was like one or two years old. She ended up getting like, Man, every single like rainbow bright strawberry shortcake thing you could think of, and there was like fifty of them. It was crazy. 
And then I got like some movies too, and you know, it was all pretty good. But yeah, we had a beta machine for a long time. Yeah. Leaf says, "Let's keep Emperor alive for the show. Don't let him do. Never let him do insulating." Still wrong. Come boys. Shouldn't the Emperor have peons and Unix to move that kind of stuff? Unix. U N I X. Nice. <sighs> my brain hurts. <laughs> I, mean, I went to the doctor yesterday. Uh, uh, I, I kind of bumped up because my point wasn't until June. I bumped it up because my wrist had been killing me. And uh, and that's the other thing is kind of cut down on my gaming too is the ability to use my wrist. I've been working so much lately. Uh, a lot of the work has been around the house too when I'm not at my job. So it gave me a shot of cortisone. I'm like, what the hell is this? The last time I had a shot of cortisone was when I was playing baseball. I was going to say, usually it's uh, athletes that get They gave me a shot in my foot because I I had broken my foot at the time, um, which to this day is still broken. No, they gave me a shot to try and bring down the swelling in my wrist because my wrist was so bad. Uh They gave me this, to hell, some kind of like muscle relaxer. They gave me a shot of cortisone because like your wrists are in pretty bad shape. If this doesn't bring it down within a week, call me Uh and we're going to have to try something else. I'm like, what are we going to try? He's like, well, we might put you on steroids, might do this, that, and the other. I'm like, well, that sucks. Hope I don't become crippled wow. and gnarled by like age forty. <laughs> I had to take steroids when I had uh, poison ivy. I'm really allergic to poison ivy. Oh, to accelerate your system to get yes. rid of it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, real bad. The Matrix on VHS, you so poor. Well, it wasn't that it was poor that we didn't have uh, a DVD player yet. In fact, I think we got a DVD player a couple months after that. My first DVD player was my PlayStation. Your your PS2? Yeah. Wow. No, I, I got a DVD player before my PlayStation Two. First, first DVD I bought was The Ninth Gate. You remember that movie? God, yeah, with, with Johnny, uh, Depp. Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. would he have the? Uh, I, I have no idea the, why that was the first one. It just happened. What to was me. the the? That's the one he's Shadows. The, uh, the Book of Shadows. The Book of the Nine Gates Games. of the Shadowed. Something. It's it's all made up bullshit anyway. That was a good movie. Oh, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I always get a kick out of those kind of movies. I think it's actually based on a on a book, but I can't. It remember. is. It's about La Le Club Dumas or something. It's it's, it's, okay. it's similar kind of story. And it's go around. He has to try and authenticate the different books and. Three Apparently, books. allows him to open up the gates of hell for yeah. some reason. Then he one does them, it. I'm one lying. of them is actually written by Satan himself, or whatever. So I, I guess Satan has his own publisher. So you know, well, I guess when you're like a demi guy, you can do that. I, I guess you probably could. Yeah. Uh, First VHS tape I saw was Jurassic Park one, and I was five years old. We're five when Jurassic Park came out. Wow. Oh my gosh, I feel old. Well, because you are. Well, we are. I guess we are. Yeah. It's never ceased to point out to us. My first DVD player was my PC. I remember when everybody got so excited when the PlayStation 1 came out, you could play CDs on it. Yes. You could play music on the PlayStation. Everybody was, like, you know, going nuts. Yeah, I remember that. Man, I, I, how much did I pay? I paid, like, $350 for, for the Sony PlayStation. How much? $350, I'm pretty for sure. For the original PlayStation? For the original play. I got it. I, oh, shit. I was a pretty early adapter. Yeah. Wow. I got it pretty quick because I was... I had my Super Nintendo, and I was waiting for the next Nintendo system to come out, and they were just dragging their feet. I was like, I want to get something. And I was going to get the TurboGrafx-16 because I was dying off, and I didn't know what I was going to get. I, I, never, I never had a Sega, never owned a Sega, so I wasn't going to switch over there. Right. And then everyone started talking about Sony. Like, Sony's bringing out a game console. Sony, they make Walkmans. They don't make game consoles. But then everyone started talking about how great it was, and then I... I took a look at it in, uh, in in a Target, and I was playing around with it. I was like, "This is really cool." So I uh, I had my uh, catechism money, and be like first communion money, like for right. communion, okay. that kind of thing. So everyone sent me. I had like a like a thousand dollars, and they're like, "Okay, Jesus Christ!" Yeah. Well, I have a huge family, dude. I got a big family too. I didn't get a thousand bucks for my confirmation. I didn't get dick. 
I really? got a couple hundred. I got a couple hundred bucks, and that was it. Oh wow, that was I, it. I, I got like a grand. So they were like, "Okay, you can buy one I big thing, screwed. and then you got to you know save the rest of it." So my one big thing I got with my money was the Sony PlayStation. They should get that money back. And I got because you uh, ended up not being even a follower of the religion. And then I bought Wing Commander three, and I, I bought. That. Yeah. Uh, was that on DVD? The our CD rather? It was on CD. Yeah, yeah it was on. Okay. It was on uh, like five CDs with Mark Hamill and Mark Hamill uh, and uh, Malcolm McDowell thing. and John Rice Davies. That's and, right, Davies. Okay. Yeah. All these, all these people, like oh, I know him, I know him, and uh, Biff, Biff's in it too. Is he? Yeah, he is. He's a uh, maniac. <laughs> I guess that would make sense. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah, that blew me away. And then I had a game called oh, what was it called? Kings Kingsfield. I think Kings it was Bounty. One. No, it was Kingsfield. It was a first-person um, RPG kind of action RPG. Oh, okay, but holy crap, is it horrible! I played it like ten minutes and I dropped it. Like this is sucks so bad. Cause I, I I couldn't get used to the. I was so used to playing Final Fantasy and all that kind right. of stuff. I wasn't used to a first person perspective of having to press the button to swing your sword and hit the guy and all. I wasn't used to all that. It sounds so like, like uh, Ultima Online uh, Underworld was like that, or Ultima Underworld rather. Speaking of Ultima Online, but uh, real quick for the PlayStation, I bought mine. I think it was in nineteen ninety seven, and I told the reason why I bought it because uh, Baron and I. Pulled our money, which was like fifteen bucks on his end, and like one hundred and fifty bucks on my end, uh-huh. and we bought uh, what sold us. We saw a commercial for Final Fantasy VII. And I remember the commercial is where Sephiroth walks through fire and he rips off the head of Genova. Yes, it's like Final Fantasy VII replacement. Like, oh, let's go! <laughs> so I hop in the car, we race up there. We, you know, different price. We bought it from the place I ended up working for. The Babbage is up there. Uh, I actually went back and had the guy hire me. Like. Two weeks later, it was kind of funny. Wow! But yeah, that's that game sold me on the on the system, and I've bought a PlayStation ever since. Wing Commander, those games are just amazing. They don't make like that make games like that anymore. Well, they don't. Not really, and for a reason. The full motion video games really have uh, kind of died out. Right. Well, I mean, in and, general, and, those the Wing Commander games aren't made anymore. Our first. When was the last time you actually heard or played a good? Flight simulator, like a TIE fighter or a wing commander. A flight simulator? Game? Like That's what those are. The only ones I can think of are Microsoft Flight, flight simulator. simulator. Yeah, they don't make them anymore. I, no. I, I don't get it. I loved those games. X-Wing, TIE fighter, TIE fighter versus X-Wing. You had wing commander, one, two, three, and four. Wing commander, Armada. Uh, Armada. Yeah. Wing commander, privateer. Privateer. That was a great one. Privateer really great. Pri- privateer 2 sucks. Did not play it. Glad don't I didn't. Bother. Uh, everybody bother. told me it was pretty garbage. Don't bother. Uh, Prophecy is the last one that I can think of that they made. Yeah, I don't think they had another Wing Commander after that. No, and that was with, um, they had a, a new main character, mm. and then Mark Hamill was like a... Secondary Secondary guy. one, yeah, whatever you want to okay. call it. Yeah. Trainer, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, all the good games of yesteryear are gone. All the good games. That's why this this past couple of weeks I've had nostalgia attacks, where uh, originally I wanted to play Warcraft 2, the Battle Edition, and somebody on the forum said they actually had a copy and was willing to send it to me, but I haven't heard back from them since. And then I was thinking, all right, so I got to talking to Goomba Boy about um, MMOs because he's, he's had a three-year break from World of Warcraft, and he's decided to go back to it. And he's basically starting from scratch. Oh, okay. And I was you know, basically telling him, you're an idiot. Why are you going back? Because he said, you know, you may have to stage an intervention for me you know, in a couple of weeks here because I'm getting back into WoW. So if I stop coming <laughs> to work, if you're wondering why my desk is empty for days on end, that's probably why. So I was trying to convince him that it was not necessarily a wise decision, but I'm, I'm curious to hear what his impressions are going to be from a regular, you know, uh, a World of Warcraft veteran having taken, you know, several years of break coming back to it. Because uh-huh. it's going to be a completely different game than what he remembers. 
I have to admit, I'm I'm thinking more and more about playing Star Wars: The Old Republic. That was brought up too. I, I have I have to wait and see what the specs are because they're not releasing the specs. You ain't gonna be able to run it. I'll tell you right right now. It, it's going to be you know it's going to use it's, the, the newest DivX. It's, it's, it's gonna, not going to be oh, well, one thing that the only thing that they've said is that it's not going to be like the the latest ultimate in graphics. They're actually trying to scale. MMOs it back. are usually a bad idea for that. They're, they're trying to scale it back so that more people Can will play. have the ability to play it. Kind of like an Eve Online sort of thing. Uh, Kumba says, "Did they release a Star Trek flight simulator a few months back? They released Star Trek Online, and that well, was that's not for, a flight simulator, right? That was out for a couple of weeks, and everybody realized it sucked, and they stopped playing it. So, well, we got to talk about all the different MMOs that are out there in a phone by the wayside. You know, ones that have come out and then people just don't talk about it anymore. You know, uh, Dungeons and Dragons Online, Star Trek Online, uh, EverQuest, EverQuest Two. Right. I mean, those are all gone. Vanguard, Age of Conan, Aeon." All those, they've come out within the last year or two. They're gone. Dark Fail Online. No one plays them. Rift. I've yet to talk to anybody who's got Rift. Yeah, I, I remember hearing about, huge oh, it's going wow kill World of Warcraft. It's another no, WoW killer. No one, I haven't heard yeah, anything. I haven't heard a soul. Warhammer Online. Nobody plays that. Yeah, nobody plays it. It, it had a huge population for uh, about two months. Seems like the only one, that, 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 the only one that succeeds is, uh, is WoW. At this point, yeah. But no, Ultimate Online is still out there. It's still out there. People are still playing it. Really? Now, apparently, there Man. are more people playing on the free servers that people run themselves. But Origins, or I'm sorry, Electronic Arts, which owns it now, I think Mythic runs it. Yeah, it's still out there. It's got like 80,000 people that still subscribe. That's crazy. Yeah. So, and they never made a sequel to that game. They, and they had, they started making sequels twice and then canceled them both times. Yeah, it, it seems like the whole Ultima franchise has just died. Died. Which is a shame because that, you know, Life Final Fantasy kind of blaze the trail for at least for on the pc for rpgs and it just it's gone i mean master queef apparently got rift well apparently he's playing with himself which is nothing new but i don't know anyone else who's going to be playing Rift. and had a somewhat good thing going for a while except for the koreans so rift still has about a million subscribers last i checked uh oh guild wars that's another one i keep thinking of uh keep forgetting even online that's another one right that one just kind of keeps chugging along in its own little The problem place. with EVE Online is, and this is why, and I was talking to Goomba about this, and he agreed, um, he actually came around to my viewpoint on this, is that the game has been out so long that there really isn't a point for a new player or a player that hasn't played in a while getting back into it because you're so far behind the curve, you'll never catch up to what everybody's been playing for a long time. In World of Warcraft, it's somewhat similar, where you've got such a long way to go in gear, in wealth, and everything else to accumulate to catch up to people who have been playing it consistently for years. Eventually, you get so far behind, there just really isn't a point anymore. You might as well wait for something new to come out. I, I guess, but I mean, it, I, I suppose that would only be true if the only reason you're playing the game is to get the, the ultimate highest level and the best of everything. Isn't it? Not isn't for everyone. Real, I, mean, I, I know there's a ton of people. I don't certainly don't do it. A ton of people do it for like role-playing and a bunch of crazy shit like that. Nobody role-plays. Nobody role-plays anymore. Guild Wars 2 has been looking promising for years. It's still not out, so nobody role plays anymore. There is, it's, it's a dead, I don't even know if you want to call it an art form, but it's a dead genre. Nobody role plays. Okay. We, we mock I'll, I'll those take your word for it. Oh, I mock them too, but they've gone underground. They've gone <laughs> underground role playing. <laughs> You want to learn about the real role playing? <laughs> role playing you're not going to learn about on the Emperor's Court and on the internet. You go to some like backwater like factory. It's all disease ridden and everything. And you, you come alone. Open the door. <laughs> What's the password? 
LARP. <laughs> uh, oh, well. I do think a lot of people, Marikai says, I, I played it because it was in an awesome guild. I think there's a lot of people that play because of the the relationships and the connections they made with other people in the guild. I'll be honest with you, I played a World of Warcraft a lot longer than I would have, only because of the guys in the clan. I would have quit long before because the game just didn't hold much appeal for me. But I haven't played it since, I think, about two months into the Burning Crusade. I think I was like, what, 06, I think? So it's been five years. I don't know about that. Does, does Second Life count as a game? I don't even know what you would call that. I mean, there, there really isn't uh, any specific objective in Second Life, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> rule number one of the role-playing club. You do not talk, talk about role-playing, role-playing club. club. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's Secret World? I've not heard of that one. Shh. Secret. I don't know. Uh, Old, older, well... Warhammer yeah, 40K interests me 40K. only because I like Warhammer 40K. But if it's anything like Warhammer Online was, it, no thanks, because it blows. I right. I, I would assume it's going to be pretty similar. It was wow with a lot more combat and really no point. See, I, I remember the very first time I was on the show, you were asking me about World of Warcraft. And it's, it's the same problem I have with all those things. It just, once you start playing them, they suck you in like crap. Yeah. It's like a job. It is. It's like a job. It. It's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be... Kill eight spiders and ten ghouls, and then you go back and you're like, "Thanks." Now go over here and kill ten spiders and eight ghouls. It, it just seems like it's repetitive, and it just takes up an awful lot of time and your money. Dina, so like I role plan well. All right, Dina, what do you role plan well? It's my experience, and this is just my experience. I'm not saying Dina does this, but it, it just seems like all the girls and they seem to role play a lot more than men do. They're all sluts when they role play. They're all promiscuous skanks when they're role-playing. Are you sure you want to say that? I've, I'm pretty sure. Isn't Dina the uh, cop from I, New York I City? I said I don't believe she probably does. It's just my experience that those who I know personally role-play as whores. So and that's they're, primarily they're really, Warcraft. They're really uh, promiscuous and stuff? Yes. Do you, do you have their names? I, I would like to. Uh, I have yeah. their online names I'll give you. I don't want you hunting them down in real life. Damn it. All right. Because I mean, in real life, that's not how they <laughs> act. It's like this is like their... their Ability to be naughty online because they aren't like that in real life. Right. So. Just like Halloween, how the girls all dress up like sluts because it's their one time of the year where they're allowed to do it and get away with it. There you go. Tina's a cop. I the drugs. She will shoot your ass. I believe she's a uh, New York cop. Yeah, so. that's what I, yeah, that's yeah. What I said. Yeah. I wouldn't mess with her. Her character is an eye patch. Okay, so, so either what, a like, pirate like, or... Um, you can service more than one hole. There you go. <laughs> wow. Yes, okay. I went there. <laughs> U.S. servers. All right. Now, I, I, because, and I actually, for a minute, I thought about going, should I go back to World of Warcraft and give it a shot again, see what it's like? Because I'm not really burning up the tables here. I'm not really playing a whole lot of anything. Well, if you're not playing anything, I suppose give it a shot. But, but I, I'm going to clear up my PlayStation backlog. It's going to be the exact same thing, right? Though. And I don't, and, and nobody from the clan is playing anymore, so I got no one to fall back on. Bear in mind, once you start it up, it's going to take, you know, if you want to start it on Tuesday, probably by Thursday you'll be playing because it's going to take that long to patch to, and everything patch else, patch it and update it, and all. Not that. to mention, I, I'm so far, I'm months and months and months behind on gear, on levels. On, I had to go out and buy two expansions because they've had two since last I played. They've had uh, so you have to you have to have Wrath of the Lich King in order to play Cataclysm. Yeah, you can't you can't just go to Cataclysm. Wow. So okay. I didn't know that. You've got to get you've had to buy both of them. I mean, I can play and just run around up to the Burning Crusade part of it, but, you know, Man. that's not going to help me because I'm already yeah. maxed level. Rift is not like, wow, shit with shit talents or Final Four. Final Fantasy Final 14, 14, there's another one. Oh, what a, what a failure that is. 
Rift has everything WoW does not. A real story, real combat, and magic fucking missiles. Well, you know what? Who had the original miss- magic missiles? Uh, Dungeons and Dragons? Ultima Online. Ultima Online. Called sure? Magic Missile. I thought Dungeons and Dragons came first. Maybe, but I think it was actually legitimately called a magic missile. It wouldn't surprise me because all- they-, they had space shuttles in that, for crying out loud. Well, that was, yeah, that was one did. crazy series. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we're way over the first hour mark. Uh, it's already 10 after 7, so we're going to take a break. We'll be back here in about 10 minutes, and we'll pick it up from there. Where the hell did all my music go? It seems to... Oh, I already scroll, scrolled down. Ah, okay. All right, folks, we'll be back in about uh, 10 minutes or so, and we'll kick it from there. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Hello there. My name's Aspit. Before you guys get back to listening to the illustrious emperor, I just want to remind you that you're listening to The Emperor's Court only on vtwproductions.com. I have a microphone, but I can't promise I'm not retarded. I'm here to profit. So I will charge you more for modern warfare. Yeah. Why, why, why would you name yourself Aspit? I don't know. I don't know either. That's why I asked. But he's one of our listeners. I think that says enough. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back here at the Emperor's Court here on Verse the World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And we're right back to it. Uh, Highlander, we were discussing stuff off the air. Uh, the Avengers, specifically. We were trying yeah. to figure out who was all in the original Avengers. Well, we'll have to look it up um, because it, it changes so much. But the the original Avengers, you've got Captain America, right? You've got Iron Man, you've got Thor. Uh, am I stuck on that? Yes, I am. How the hell? Did no, that you're not happen? stuck on it. It's uh, underneath as far it. as it goes. I mean, it doesn't go that much farther. That's weird. Okay, that's right. Go on. Uh, okay, so Captain America, Iron Man, Thor. I'm trying to go off the top of my head. Ant Man. His name changes sometimes too. He he has the ability to shrink Which really is kind small. Of stupid things. So, yeah. I, yeah, he's not going to get his own movie. Don't worry about it. Uh, what the hell else? Sometimes Spider-Man is included in the new Avengers, so maybe if there's an, an Avengers 2, they'll throw Spider-Man in there. Um, Oracle, he's an android. He's, he's there. So you always thought, or I always got Oracle and Iron Man mixed up. Between oh, them. okay. Well, I, they, they both have technology you know, going around there. But Actually, what we should probably do is just look up uh, on Wikipedia. I bet you it'll, it'll tell us. Yeah, we could, but I'm in the middle of doing something, so hang on. All right. But, yeah, it'll be yourself. interesting to see because I, I, I saw the Thor movie last night, and I thought it was really good. That's what prompted the whole conversation. Yeah, I, I saw yeah, it. Yeah. People were asking, did you see the Thor yet? Yeah, I saw it. And I uh, kind of thought it was funny that a bunch of people left because all these movies always have the, uh, the scene at the very end after the credits. Right. And sure enough, there was a scene at the end of the credits for that. And what was it? Um, I suppose it's not really giving anything away. I don't really care about them. <clears throat> Tell me. What? <laughs> uh, the the one scientist I can't remember, I can't pronounce like Stellan Skigard or whatever his name. You'd, you'd rec- you'll recognize him when you see him, but he's uh, Natalie Portman's like uh, mentor, aide, or whatever you want to call him. Okay, uh, he gets called down to Shield headquarters, and uh, Samuel L. Jackson's there, and he's like, "I want you to try and look at this and see what you can make of it," and blah blah blah. And he he opens it up, and it's a cube. It's a cosmic cube, actually. I, I knew what it was. No one else knew what it was, so I was. I was kind of geeking out, like, ah, I know what this is, and you guys don't. Kind of like at the end of uh, Iron Man 2, well, they, when they found the hammer. And right. It's like, that's Thor's hammer. I know what that is. Uh, and then you see that uh, the scientist is actually being controlled or possessed. I, they don't really get into it by Loki. 
Okay. Who's the main antagonist of the Thor movie? And basically, uh, it's that's it's the the implication is that Loki's going to use the cosmic cube to do something really evil. And therefore, leading into the Avengers movie, uh, possibly or uh, Thor two. Uh, no, at, at the end of the movie, it says Thor will return in the Avengers. So the Avengers will come out first. So there will not be Thor another Thor. Iron Man. There will not be another Thor. It will be Avengers. Uh, no, the uh, Iron Man 3 is still slated to come out. Oh, so they are working on Iron uh, Oh, they're working on Iron okay. Man 3. Oh, yeah. So I thought they said Iron Man will, will appear in Avengers. In the he Avengers. will, yeah, but he's also going to be in Iron Man 3. Okay. Because there's just too much money being made off of that franchise to stop now. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Just for one that's, mega. That's why Disney bought. Actually, that's why Disney bought Marvel because was Marvel, because of Iron Man. Well, because Marvel didn't have the money to make all those movies that they knew they could, and they knew they could make money on it. They just couldn't raise enough capital to make Thor and Captain America and the Avengers and you know four or five movies all you know all that kind of in that short period you know short space of time. So they needed someone else to come in and give them the money. And that's hmm. when Disney bought Marvel. Yeah, because I, I I think a lot of it with this, with the superhero movies, I think has to do with casting. To me, that's always been the case, because a lot of people go see these that never paid attention to the comic books. Right. I mean, when you think about it, comic books are no different than video game players. It's it's pretty much a niche market. It's a genre market. That is, but I think yeah. when you have a cast, and that's why I think Iron Man did so well, is because of who you had with Robert Downey Jr. Uh, anybody else probably wouldn't be able to pull it off. Probably the not. The same way no. he did. Yeah. Uh, uh, Thor, we, Thor comes out. He, he looks like Thor. Right. He looks like like if you saw him, he's like, okay, that's Thor. Well, like I mean, Thor. Christopher Reeve in, in Superman is another example. Yeah. Um, or you know, I would say uh, Michael Keaton and Christian Bale. Same thing. Good, good Batman's. Look at who they had replacing, yeah. like Val Kimmer and George Clooney. No one gave a gave a shit about those movies. They were terrible. Not really. Um, Val Kilmer, I thought, was a good. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, but he was not a good Batman. No. And I thought George Clooney was reverse. He was a good Bruce he was a good Batman, but not a good Bruce Wayne. I, I didn't like either one of them. I mean I, no matter what part. I just thought they were very bad movies and very poor acting. You know, even George Clooney said later I shouldn't have done the movie. Looking back on it, it you know, Batman is Michael Keaton. And there was just no way around it. Right. So at least he acknowledged it. I mean look at or um uh Daredevil. Supposedly um he'll uh refund your money if you ask him for it. Oh really? Yes. <laughs> yes. So, like, if you ask me, I uh, will refund your money. And uh, something else I found interesting, he also played the character gay, if you're not... Uh, I didn't realize that. Oh, Batman, you mean? Yes. Yeah, that was, that was Joel Wayne. Schumacher uh, insistence. He played him gay. So, at uh, yeah. So what are we looking at here? We're looking at Operation Payback, but I wasn't getting to this just yet. Okay. I was going to point out that, uh, look at Ben Affleck and Daredevil. Another horrible casting issue. Yeah, well, and, you know, you know, Daredevil's not as it, it's tough when you have you know we have really popular characters like Superman or Batman or or Spider Man or things like that. It's it's easy to you know, I shouldn't say easy, but it's easier. You got a bigger to, to, audience to have, to to have a success. From. Yeah, when you're doing something like Daredevil, not everybody. Which is why Daredevil. why would you do it? I mean, it's like you know, Green Lantern. I'd take a look at that. Looks horrible. Have you seen the trailer for Green Lantern? Yeah, they had the trailer for uh, Green Lantern. It blows donkey schlong. I'm just going based off the trailer. I wouldn't pay to see that. Looks terrible. It looks yeah. And it, again, it, it I don't like, like the guy being cast. Like a big CGI fest and everything. Right. So, yeah. 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 We'll see what happens. Yeah. Operation Payback from anonnews.org. Hello, New Zealand. We are anonymous, protecting your rights. Good morning, afternoon, and evening, anons. Problems are brewing for the people of New Zealand. Their government has decided to wiretap citizens indiscriminately, and then copyright the copyright infringing file sharing amendment bill has been passed, allowing law enforcement to quote cut off internet access to those accused of piracy. Additionally, the government feels it is acceptable to monitor a user's Internet activity. 
With the help of larger corporations, the government will start logging IP addresses to initiate lawsuits. Any activity, including viewing streaming media uh, via YouTube or other social media sites, can be viewed as infringement of copyright laws. This law is in breach of certain ideals we anons hold true. Ideals such as Internet freedom. This is a step backwards to the Internet, a step that does not conform with the ever-changing way the Internet functions. Because such actions are not those of democracy, rather are characteristics of a corporate lobbyist totalitarian state, the people of New Zealand have already taken to protesting in order to shed light on this bill. They are showing that they will not stand for this bullshit, and neither will we. It's time we step in to support the people of New Zealand. And says, follow these simple instructions to help. Get in the IRC to coordinate the attack. Install LOIC. Follow the instructions in this link. Link given. Bump this thread and get this poster viral. Join the Facebook protest created by New Zealanders. And then fire, 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 fire. I don't know what that means, but I'm assuming it just means go and do stuff. Yes. So, uh, let's see. Press release. Anonymous attacks New Zealand government websites. With the passage of the copyright infringement uh, and file sharing amendment bill, by the New Zealand Parliament, Anonymous has launched a major operation to chastise the government of New Zealand for this act of oppression. Operating on the flagship Operation Payback, Anonymous has targeted the domain of the New Zealand Parliament for Internet silence. On Saturday, April 30th, at uh, 2359, that's Zulu time, the website was rendered inoperable by a successful denial of services effort. In a video address published minutes before the attack, Anonymous asserted, quote, guilty until proven innocent. We shall never accept this, and nobody should. Promising a continued large-scale effort, Anonymous is planning a sustained campaign which is likely to include activist action on the ground. However, like many organizations, I'm sorry, security services protecting the Parliament website were confident the website will stand up with adequate, fire, adequate firewalls in place. However, like many organizations and individuals before them, they have committed the dire error of underestimating Anonymous. Unable to resist the anger of the masses, system administrators pros, uh, proceeded to cut their own website off from the internet tra- international traffic soon after the attack began. This effectively accomplished much of the work for us. This cowardly act also demonstrated a willingness to part uh, on part of the New Zealand government to isolate themselves from the international community in order to maintain control over their citizenry. Unwilling to confront their defeat, the security services promptly buried their heads in the sand, denying that any attack had ever taken place. The extent of their humiliation became painfully obvious to everyone but them when an independent news source finally acknowledged an anonymous victory. In addition to the protest against the New Zealand Parliament, Anonymous has also protested the website of New Zealand Fact, New Zealand Federation Against Copyright Theft, an organization which actively encourages the pursuing of file shares and uh, encourage punitive punishments. Service was denied for this website for over 10 hours and counting at time of release. Really? So this all began on April 30th. Uh, there's a letter to New Zealanders, which we don't need to read since you got the basic gist of it. That's kind of interesting. That is pretty interesting. Look means low orbit ion cannons. It is how you launch a. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Usually, I uh, right denial of service attacks. Well, thank you, Martin, for the fire of the low orbit ion cannon. I assume that is a Star Wars reference. Yes, the uh, ion cannon from, from Hoff. Re- right, disable mm-hmm. stuff. Because I remember that playing yes. in uh, Tie Fighter. So, yeah. Michael Keaton was Batman in nineteen eighty nine. Do you feel old yet? He was an awesome Batman, whether it was 1989 or 1999. He was a good Batman, period. And he didn't go apeshit on people uh, on the set of his movie because he's nuts. Christian Bale. What is a new movie out anyways, the next Batman? The Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. Uh, it's coming out pretty quick. 
I'm Either surprised they're going to stop at just three movies. Yeah, he well, he he said he didn't even want to know if he wanted to make another one because how many good you know part threes are there in movies? Very few. Okay, but I mean, as long as you've got a decent story to keep going, you think they're that's just the doing thing. It just he, to he didn't think cash. he could come up with a decent story. Oh shit! You got so enough. many guys out there, so many villains with good storylines. I don't know, but um, this is interesting. They're actually attacking the entire government of New Zealand. I guess it's kind of easy to pick on a government that's kind of small. I mean, the entire country is, what, 5 million people? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, you know, the Iron Cannon from the Command and Conquer series as well. Yeah, but I'm sure the bigger reference is Star Wars, not Command I and would think so, yeah. Right. Probably worth Do we have anybody in here from New Zealand? I know we've got some Aussies, and that's, that's kind of like New Zealand, uh, like Canadians or Americans, but. Or Puerto Ricans. Or, yeah, tell that to a Puerto Rican. I, I, I cut you. <laughs> <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Yeah. No, it's The Empire Strikes Back. No, but he's saying what a good third movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I say you, it took this long just to come up with one. You know, well, I, I, to be honest, I stopped you know, listening. Yeah. I, I stopped trying. I, I didn't even think of it. Um, yeah, I mean, there really aren't that many. Lord of the Rings, good point. That was a good... I mean, Return of the King was pretty badass. Yeah. So that's, that's two. Two. Uh, Star Trek's third was kind of crappy. I didn't like Star Trek three. Uh, yeah, that was pretty. Uh, Back to the Future three. Uh, I guess yeah. yeah. Okay, that's three. I guess. Um, I don't hate it to put it that way. The Matrix. Although the the, the Matrix Revolutions, <laughs> you thought that was <laughs> no. you thought that was the best of no, the three, I did, did you? Harry Potter three. <laughs> the Harry Potter was a solid movie. Yeah, but see that—that's a little different because it's not yeah, an original story. Yeah, it's got seven books, and it's, you know. Well, not, I mean, Batman's all, all that stuff's been written. I mean, all those comic books—you got stories for years. That's my point. All that story, all those storylines and shit have already been done. You just got to put it on the big screen. It's already been written for you. Jurassic Park three? No, no. Jurassic Park three was that's bad. a fail. Uh, Terminator three. Terminator was three. I did not like Terminator. It 3. was pretty average. He wants to do another one. Schwarzenegger is pushing for another Terminator. Really? Yes. After Salvation? How the hell are they going to... I'm the Terminator. No, you're not. You're a geriatric guy who was probably a Terminator once upon a time. What, they couldn't... uh, Do you age? What is is he going to do? I don't don't know. You can't be the Terminator. Well, that's what he wants to do is be the Terminator. I'm like, you can't. No. You drop like 100 pounds in muscle. You look like you're half dead. Planet of the Apes 3? Okay, now we're stretching. <laughs> now we are stretching. Well, I'm trying to think of how many trilogies have been out there recently that I even really cared about to watch, good or bad. Uh, someone brought up Indiana Jones 3. The, yeah, the Last, Crusade. Le- Last yeah, Crusade was good. I yeah. liked it. So that's four. So you know what? There are some examples out there of good There are you some, know, but third movies. It's always, when you keep going back to the well, it, it gets drier and drier. And it, there's only so much you can do. I think you, you need to have a you really. You know, you're, you're really screwed. And I, that's the one thing that I like about, and I'm flaming for it, and I, I like British sitcoms over American, is that they know when to stop. They know it get, it's funny, it's funny. A perfect example, The Office. The Office, all of them are funny. They're really good. They stopped when they knew that it wasn't going to be funny anymore, and it was done. The American Office, it just keeps dragging on and on and on. Like, like, and he, Steve Carell's even gone now. Right. And they're still doing The Office. It's, it's ridiculous. And it I makes actually, no sense. They're, they're, they're doing that documentary. It's supposed to be a documentary. They've been doing that for, what, seven years now? Eight years? Long documentary. Long-ass documentary. Rocky Three was a good one. 
Good point. With Clubber Lang. Yeah. Rocky Three. Uh, yeah. I guess, yeah. Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. The one movie that nobody <laughs> in that series went to see. That's the one movie you could take out of that series and nobody would miss because it had nothing to do with anything. I have never watched any of the, the uh, Fast and the Furious. Never? I've seen about 10 minutes of the first one, and that's it. I enjoy the cars. That's why I watch them. And most. they have Love made the a ass load of money. Oh, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean 3. No, that was At World's too, End? Nah. Way too complicated. Aliens 3? No, Aliens 3 wasn't. There's a whole backstory about Aliens 3. Man, that, that was a clusterfuck from start to finish. Kind of like Highlander 2? No, worse than Highlander 2. Real, really? Yeah, yeah. Get the uh, Alien Quadrilogy, and they have a whole segment on you know what happened to Alien 3. And Sigourney Weaver still did it. So. <clears throat> it was supposed to be. Well, she was contractually obligated. Oh. She signed on. But it was, it was supposed to be this whole other plot, and nobody liked it. And then they were trying to come up with something else, and they couldn't come up with something. And then they got this. I try, it was a David Hater. Was it David Hater? First time directing? Hater. I can't remember. But it, it was just a clusterfuck from start to finish. I'm actually surprised they got the movie off the ground. It was that bad. I would have stopped them at that point and said, look, it ain't worth it. Right. If we're having them so much trouble, it was, it was an okay series. It was pretty bad. Let's, it was pretty bad. The Omen 3. The Thanks, Omen Dina. 3? Oh, my gosh. Friday the 13th Part 3. It's the one where Jason gets his mask. Uh, I think you meant. Um, oh wait, no, I was thinking of. Um, nope, he gets the mask on Friday Thirteenth. Yeah, was 3. okay. Warcraft Three. That's a good one. <laughs> hey, good point. There the you go. Born Al- the Born Ultimatum. <clears throat> what the? Did you like the Born Ultimatum? Well, I was trying to figure out what the hell he spelled. Ultimate. I well, guess I figured that's what he meant. Phonetically, that's correct. I suppose. There's no. There's, there's no A. Did you know they made a Warhammer 40K movie? What? Yes. No, I did yes, not know. Yes, all that. CGI. Came out in England like 2009, but I guess it was it was pretty poor CGI. It was critically panned. So I, it was just kind of sucky because I was I gotta tell you I really like Warhammer 40k. I was looking forward to that one. So I, I'm like, wow, they made a movie. <laughs> 300. <laughs> 300. Yeah. No. Quake Goldfinger, three, the, the third Bond film, Goldfinger. Okay. But once again, that all all those movies up to I don't know. I think up to Roger Moore, those are all based off the novels. So it was it was easy to make up. A movie out of all those. Naked Gun 33 and 3rd. There you go. Another good one. God, that was horrible. Solid was movie. Horrible. It was good. It was funny. It was great. It was the same recycled jokes from the previous two exactly. movies. Exactly. <laughs> which were all recycled from Airplane. Back in the day when OJ was still free. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Before the murders. Uh, yes, boy. it's about the Ultramarines. Correct. Home Alone 3? Oh, I remember Home Alone 3. What an abysmal thing. The only that purpose was. of the 40K movie is a drinking game? Why, every time you see a space marine? They're, yeah, they've been working on the Warcraft, World of Warcraft movie for like five years. I got news for it. It ain't coming out. <laughs> it's like Duke Nukem 3, or Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, it's out there, but you're never really going to see it. Army of Darkness. That's right. It was the third movie. Okay, yeah, there you go. That was a win. I thought they were making another one for that one. Too. No, they're not going to make another one. He's too old now. He can't make another Fuck one. Fuck that. He can still do it. it he can work. do it. He's not going to. Sam Raimi is not going to do it because Sam Raimi's all legit now because he's he made the Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, what's Sam Raimi doing right now? The World of Warcraft movie. That ain't legit. That's uh, <laughs> I can't find any other decent script for another company to hire me, so I'm going to take whatever I can find. That's what that is. Blade Trinity. Blade Trinity, shut All your right. face. You're done. Underworld? <laughs> I never I that's, a, that's Underworld a mystic, ev- Underworld Evolution. No. Mystic Mim, that's uh her kind of movie. That's that's Twilight Three. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
There's, There's a bit of uh, Hollywood now. magic right there. All right, how about some uh, the stupid video game over the week? All right, we can Let's do that. Let's do that and get that out of the way. Um, no, it's right there. Right. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. All right, what do we have on tap for us? Uh, All right, here we go. Have you ever heard of that game? No, I have not. It's a pretty recent uh, release. Huh, okay. Cast your minds back deep into the past, all the way back to 2010. I, your intrepid podcast co-host, walked into a used movie game CD store with money burning in my pocket. Looking at my options, I stumbled upon a recently released and used Xbox 360 game for only 10 bucks called Quantum Theory. Developed by Team Tachyon and published by video game giant Tecmo, Quantum Theory is a third-person shooter where you control a large, burly, bulky guy named Sid with a big-ass gun and a gruff demeanor who has to scale a living tower in order to stop, stop the erosion, which is destroying his post-apocalyptic world. As soon as I started playing Quantum Theory, my brain began itching. Even though I never played this game before, I kept saying, I know I've played this game before. And as I began the game via flashbacks, storming down streets, blasting enemies left and right, it suddenly hit me. Holy shit, I'm playing Gears of War! And then about one hour later, it hit me again. Holy shit, I'm playing a really bad clone of Gears of War. And yes, friends, that's what Quantum Theory is. A really bad clone of Gears of War. With incomprehensible cutscenes, poor storytelling, and horribly clunky dialogue. And while I could move Sid from cover to cover shooting enemies well enough once I figured out how to do it, I probably didn't even have to use cover. Because the enemy AI is rocks for brains stupid. Barely using the cover themselves, not trying to outflank me, and even on occasion even hurting themselves. But what hurts the most in Quantum Theory is the mindless repetition. Once you enter the tower, which is fairly quickly, the game consists of enter room, take cover, clear the room of the two stupid enemies, lather, rinse, repeat. The game itself is only about seven hours long, and while normally I would say that's a negative, in this case it's a positive. The game became, became so mind-numbingly repetitive. Wow, that was horrible. Okay, try that again. The game became so mind-numbingly rep- repetitive. Repetitive! Repetitive! Holy crap, I couldn't say repetitive. Fail. Repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. The game became so mind-numbingly repetitive and boring, I didn't even care when the game ended and the story was unresolved. Quantum Theory! Taking Gears of War and turning it into a drooling, retarded version of itself. Another stupid moment in video game history. <laughs> From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. Well, I'm glad I ever played it. Yeah, don't again, I'll have, I, I have an Xbox now, but at the time right. I didn't. Don't so. bother. Don't bother. Uh, I won't. Pretty bad. And it, everyone has like ridiculous outfits. It seems like everyone nowadays, you have to have some sort of crazy, ridiculous outfit now to be in a video game. Like something that would never be functional in real life. I, was, I don't understand. I was kind of commenting uh, to Mr. Gumi the other day when I was playing Dynasty Warriors 7. I said much the same thing. I said, what do you think these people from ancient China would think, you know, what do you, what do you believe they would think of themselves if they saw their incarnation, their avatars uh, in this game playing, you know, running around, you know, doing these insane jumps with these huge-ass weapons. Right. Like, just, you know, cutting through this waves and waves of human soldiers. And then, like, the women are out there, and they're, you know, wielding weapons, and they're... I understand they're wearing basically nothing with huge boobs and like very little armor. I'm thinking to myself, you know, I would think they'd probably shoot us if they 
had seen what we depicted them of, you know, and if they had road, guns, yeah, but they probably they had guns. Yeah. Ab, have you seen My Name Is Bruce? No, I haven't, but I've heard of it. I think that's one. I think that is kind of like an unofficial fourth movie of the Army of Darkness or the uh, uh, what is it? Un- or what's the, what's the series? The name? Evil Dead. Thank you. I was thinking more. Take a shot every time someone calls him a Marine brother. They mentioned that uh, the taint. Someone gets stopped on, and they say for the Emperor. Well, yeah, but I mean that's pretty much it. I'm actually in the middle of reading uh, some of the Warhammer 40k novels. There's uh, novels? Oh, there's a whole series of them. It, it starts with the Horus Heresy, and kind of starts how the whole thing starts. The Emperor, you know, unifies Terra. Then he launches the Great Crusade into space, which is basically unifying all the scattered human worlds and then wiping out everybody else. Uh-huh. It's great. It's about all the legions and how you know Horus goes nuts, the war master. So the legions split between chaos and you know those who fight for the emperor. And it's yeah, there's I think there's 15 or 16 books out right now. I've got the first 14, and I'm reading the 14th. In fact, I wow. just went to uh, Barnes Noble yesterday, and I I think I probably dropped about 150 bucks on books. Holy smokes! Yeah, there's a stack Jeez. over there behind or to the right of it. Oh, uh, okay. I'm sorry, it's on the table between the couches. Uh, oh, okay, like that's why I can't see him. There's three or four more upstairs. So I'm reading uh, The Hot Gate by John Ringo. Um, probably about a quarter of the way into that one. I just bought that. And that's the a, Hot Gate? Yes. What's, what's it about? The entire series is called Troy Rising. And what happens is these aliens, uh, basically, they find Earth. They come across them. There's like an intergalactic community. And they build a warp gate in your system, whether you like it or not. It's there. Anybody can use it until you find a way to defend it. So somebody comes through here, some alien race, and they start, you know, dropping kinetic nukes on various cities, and basically Earth becomes a sat trap of their empire. We can't do anything, and they monitor everything you said, everything you do, uh-huh. etc. So basically this one guy who's actually a cartoonist figures out that um, there's another race of aliens that uh, become highly addicted to maple syrup. And so he parlays that into getting, you know, secret technology from this one particular race and kind of uses the maple syrup to leverage them into kicking out this other, you know, race so that earth is a little more free. I see. So using the breathing space, he then uses, he, he builds these giant mirrors. The whole thing is, is very, they really put the science fiction. That's what John Ringo does. He puts the science fiction back into the, the science part of into the science fiction and they build these giant mirrors and they harness the, the power of the sun into this giant ass laser. So what they do is they take this asteroid, they cut a hole in it, they capture a comet, and they put it in the middle, and they heat the sucker up. What it does, it, it, it balloons this asteroid, this nickel-iron asteroid, uh, because of all the steam, and it balloons into like this nine-kilometer-large hollow asteroid, which they then turn into a massive battle station. They park it right in front of the gate. And they use the mirrors, and they basically you know, focus all the light from the sun into this giant laser, and they just burn the shit out of anything that comes through the gate. So and what they do is they actually they will use the laser and they carve a giant Trojan um, helmet in the front of this thing. And it's the, the first one's called Troy. And they build two more. They build another asteroid called Thermopylae. And this one, they just build a third one called uh, Malta. And they're building another one called Iwo Jima. And each asteroid they build becomes a battle station is based off of a heroic defense that was ultimately a defeat. I see. With the exception of Malta being the only victory in there. And they're building all these space stations. This is, the, I think, the third book in the series now. And about how Earth is now fighting back and Earth is pissed. Uh, basically, America has drawn in most of the democracy in the world saying, look, you know, we foot the bill, we built all this shit. Either you follow us and do what we tell you, or you're on the o- your own when they come back. Because they, 
you know, the aliens come through the gate and they launch missiles at Earth, and we can only you know knock so many missiles out of the you know sky. Uh-huh. So those who are part of our alliance, we block them first, and then if we have time, we'll stop the missiles from like nuking China. I see. It's it, it, there's a lot of politics involved. It's it's John Ringo, so the thing is very well written. There's a lot of humor. There's a lot of snappy one-liners. It's it. <clears throat> It's a very fast moving book. I don't think I've read a John Ringo book that wasn't very fast paced. They're awesome. So there's that I'm in the middle of it. I'm doing the Warhammer. I'm reading uh, that one on the side as well. So I, I burned through them pretty quick. Marum says he began reading A Song of Ice and Fire. Wow. Well, better. I No time like the present. The, the fifth book coming out in July. It's only been five years. You ever read a Game of Thrones? No. Really? Really. That, I'm surprised. You would love that book. That's right up your alley. Hmm, okay. In fact, if I can, I will run upstairs before you leave tonight, Highlander. Because uh, I was going to give it to Goomba Boy, but I believe he's got his own copy. He just found uh, his own books. Hmm, okay. I will dig it out, and I will give you the first one. Because I, I don't know if you're watching the series on HBO. I don't, I don't have HBO, so. Okay, no. well, I don't either. Um, <clears throat> I will give you the books. You have to, once you start reading them, uh-huh. you will, you'll burn through them very quickly. What am I reading right now? Um, Nothing that's worth it, trust me. No, no, well, I'm... Oh, I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm boning up on my uh, Byzantine history. Because Love I'm, the Byzantine. Because I'm going to be uh, meeting Harry Turtledove at uh, Worldcon. No shit, really? Yeah, well, he's, you know, he, he's going to be there. Oh, you've got to give me his autograph. And what they do is, uh, they have, there's like hundreds of authors there, but they have these things called coffee clashes. Okay. And you can sign up for like the, the author that's going to do it. And it's basically only like, like the author and maybe like eight or nine other people. And you sit okay. around and you just you maybe have like lunch or whatever, and you just you just talk. It's like a mini. Panel. Wait, I'm surprised. Why the Byzantine history? He was more uh, World War Two. Because most of what he's because he has a PhD II. in Byzantine history, and yet he doesn't write about the Byzantine very much. Not very much. David no. Drake writes about it all the damn time. David Drake, uh, in fact, his Bill of Serious novel series is awesome. It's phenomenal. Um, so that, I figured I was going to try and hit him that way instead of like I like your alternative history books. Like, yeah, Byzantine was is one of my. I actually find them a little more interesting than the, than the Western Roman, because there's so much really? shit going on. There's a lot of politics going on there. Yeah, yes, there are. At least uh, I'm interested in Rome. You know, after Caesar comes in, but prior to that, yeah, I don't really care about the Republic. I don't. Really, you don't care about the Punic Wars, or uh... I, I mean, beating up Carthage was cool, but I mean. I mean, I've, I personally, Other than that, they're basically per, beating on tribes in Italy. It, personally, you know. I, I think the Third Punic War is really interesting from the perspective of Carthage. That would make an interesting, uh, an, an interesting movie. Hannibal was the second one, correct? Hannibal's the second one. Yeah. What happens so is close they, to what happens is they they lose, and Rome basically disarms them completely. Right. So you have to you can't have any weapons. You can't do all of this. Right. And you can't go to war with anyone. Unless well, we permission. say so. Right. So basically they did that on purpose because they're planning on wiping out Carthage. Wiping important. them out. So, and so that they encouraged uh, Carthage's neighbors to, you know, fuck around with them. So Carthage is like, well, can we, you know, fight, defend ourselves? Nope. No, we'll, we'll send some people. They never do. So then Carthage finally says, fuck this. And they defend themselves. And Rome's like, stop, you broke the treaty. Now we got to come and kick your ass. So then what happens is they uh, besiege Carthage for like three years. And the Carthaginians fight them off with nothing. With like pitchforks and nothing. I mean, women were taking out. Um, the women were like shaving their heads to use as uh, bows. Bowstrings, right? Yeah, they were they were using anything they could think of to try and make weapons, and they held out for three years before. Uh, I think it was the grandson of uh, Scipio Africanus. Could be. I, I don't remember I specifically who it was. 
I did just start stop reading about uh, the fall of Constantinople in four, was it 1452? 1453. 1453, when the uh, Turks overran that. And the last, there's actually a uh, legend behind the last uh, Roman emperor, which was Constantine the Ninth, I believe it was. Yeah. And that when basically when the shit hits the fan, when the world you know falls in the bucket, rips off his stuff, and he'll come back. Oh, really? They, yes. Oh, the, the, there's like a legend that he'll the come back? The legend is that the Roman emperor, the last Roman emperor, Constantine IX, will come back to save humanity when everything goes to shit. So, what the hell legend is that? I've never heard of that. I don't remember that. Hey, look it up. But uh, you want to talk about it. Uh, that's another one. Is I was hoping that, and they, in fact, they mentioned this book, is that, um, and you never, when you play like medieval Total War II and all those those games that have Byzantine in them, you never really get to that point where you're basically, you've got your city and that's it. But one of the ones they mentioned was making Constantinople one of the asteroids because it was, again, a heroic defense that was ultimately futile. Ah, I see. But okay. the defense, it was basically 6,000, you know, Roman soldiers with Constantine IX against 150,000 Turks, and they held out for months. They they bled them white. It was like Thermopylae all over again. They, oh, yeah. In fact, the, uh, yeah, the, the walls of Constantinople probably saved the Byzantine Empire dozens of right. times. And they, so, they'd get all the way to Constantinople, and then up, oh, there's like, 11 billion walls and moats and all these defenses they couldn't get through. But what had happened was they didn't have enough men to man all the walls. They only had 6,000 guys. Right. The city itself at the time only had 60,000 people in it. So, yeah, they, they were pretty screwed. Back right, then. at that point. I mean, that, yeah, the Byzantine Empire was the city and the suburbs, and that was it. Pretty much. So, And, of course, I, I think that is a defining moment in history when Constantinople finally fell. Absolutely. In fact, it probably spurred on the Renaissance more than anything because the Byzantines still had all that ancient knowledge like Aristotle and Plato right. and all that kind of stuff. And when they got bumped out, they all went to Italy and they told and they them they, the brought, they brought all the stuff with them and that helped spur on the Renaissance. It didn't start it. It would already been started, but it definitely helped spur it on. Modern Jesus came the last time sending a fucking emperor the second time. <laughs> what, what book by Philip Pullman? I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not familiar with the name either. I, although I believe Murakai sent me something about that. It, it's similar to a Song of Ice and Fire, to the Game of Thrones. Uh, okay. Uh, Game of Thrones is basically take all the politics of medieval Europe and throw in a fantasy element, and there you go. Oh, okay. That'd be interesting. So it is very interesting. Um, yeah, but the Byzantine, I, I, has, to me, that was, and the the wars they had were a lot more interesting because they lost almost as many as they won. And it's amazing. Oh yeah, there, there was a whole held out as long as they. Yeah, did. there was a whole period after Justinian expanded the empire that they, you know, fell they apart, losing stuff left to right until, right. until probably uh, Basil the second, and actually put it back together. And that was, again, that was probably the last. Well, I shouldn't say the last one because they did end up retaking their empire from from the Latins during the Fourth Crusade. So there's that. They were uh, they took back Antioch. They took back was Antioch. Yeah, they should have. I believe they did. Because that's the other thing, too, is what really crippled them was when the Crusaders sacked Constantinople. Yes, because... When was, that happened, yeah, that be, was... Because it was cheaper than going to try and sack Jerusalem. He, his dark materials. Oh, that one! Okay. Shut up, Rocket yeah. Bear. Suck my nads. I thought I was a game show. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, that's right. That's the, right. Uh, Suck up. Kiss up. There you go. Well, this is way better. Oh, his, oh, his dark materials. Yeah, I've read those. Okay. You would probably not like those. Why is that? Uh, his Dark Materials is... Uh, like, remember the uh, controversy with the Golden Compass movie? Yes. The Golden Compass they is killed the first... God or whatever? It's, it's the first book in his Dark Materials. Okay, then yes, I would have no interest. Yes. The, the, the premise is that... Well, it's usually the premise, but you, you come to realize that there's like a war going on in heaven and uh, 
God is basically being propped up as this like old. He was actually like the first, the first being that. Okay. He didn't create himself, but he I evolved or something like that. It's Adam. It's been so long since I remembered. He was like but, Adam. But basically, when everyone else started popping into existence, they're like, "Well, what's going on around here?" And so he said, "Oh, I created you." Blah 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 blah. Oh. So he kind of propped himself Lied. up as God. Yeah. And then there's all these angels that are rebelling, and they want to create the Republic of Heaven instead of the Kingdom of Heaven. Try to make it democratic. And then the little girl accidentally kills God in the very end. Because God's so feeble at this point that he has to be inside this, like, matrix box sort he of thing. He has to be sitting on a golden throne, perhaps, to, because he's been wounded. To keep his uh, essence intact or whatever. Yeah, it's called Warhammer. And she accidentally opens the box or opens the cage or whatever you want to call it. And whoops! And God dies. Yeah, there's a reason why that movie bombed in the box office and there will not be a sequel. Because it's a whole, it's a stupid premise. Whatever. Well, that's not the premise of That's just part of the whole overall thing. <laughs> what, are you trying to steal their materia? <laughs> materia? <laughs> of course, RC's going to walk out of this funny. shit. That's good. No, the, the, <laughs> the, the premise is that there's like an alternate universe where it's kind of steampunky. Okay. And this one scientist figures out how to use this stuff called dust in order to cross into other worlds, one of them being ours. I see. And like people, You're right, like, I wouldn't like that. And then like people in that world, they have their soul on the outside of their body in like an animal form. Instead of inside, like how we do. Okay. Is all right. So you basically have so basically like a if, if familiar. So basically, yeah, kind of like a familiar, and it talks. And witchcraft. No, not witchcraft, because there's no such thing as magic. That's the other. Yeah. No Sounds magic. like magic to me. That's what the uh, what what the hell do they call the church? Suffer not the witch to live. What what, what do they call the church of the burn the, the, the um, imperium? I think is what they call it. I can't remember. It's been so long since I read those books. But anyway, the the church is trying to. Uh, stop their research from going on because they're, they're delving in things that they shouldn't be doing. Let me ask you this, Highlander, since you're here. Obviously you're here because it's a show. Obviously. And this is something Gooba Boy gave me the idea for. I, I like the discussion topic. I know we're supposed to go to break. I want to get this in here for us. Since somebody's saying, well, I thought this was a gaming show. Let, let's take us. We're talking about books and books can become games and, and movies, what have you. Which is worse in your opinion or which would you hate more? Okay. A bad movie based off of a game or a bad game based off of a movie. It's kind of a this. Mm. Or, we don't do the this or that segment that much anymore. But right, this would right. Be one of them. So would it, I mean, what would I rather see? Well, which which do you think is a worse travesty? I guess. Or which the, would you the, prefer? The lesser of two evils. Because I mean, uh, bottom line is most games based off of movies suck. And for time restraint constraints, for one thing, part of it you know, is, is they have to kind of alter it because the game traditionally right, comes out be before the movie, you so you don't yeah. want to give away the plot. I guess I would rather. Man, I don't know. I guess I'd rather see a bad, a bad movie based off a game. Really? Okay. Yeah, I would think so. In in a sort of ironic kind of way, because I, I, I enjoy bad movies because they're bad. See, I so when, as so I I can okay. so I can go and probably pick up the DVD of it or whatever for you know five bucks and get enjoyment out of it as a result. Whereas if I buy a bad game, I'm probably throwing down fifty, sixty bucks for it, and, and I'm, I'm and, I, and I'm stuck with it. Well, here's the here's I look at it the exact opposite. Magisterium, yes, thank you. Yes, you're right. That's My problem with this is that the there's a, a horrible reputation. There's a stigma that if you make a movie based off a game, it's going to suck because majority of them have. 
And I think it does a disservice yeah. to the gaming genre because we are being depicted to a much more mainstream audience to people who probably don't play the game, and this is their only exposure to it, saying, okay, well, if this is what you guys are playing. This sucked. Why would I ever want to play games now? Why would I ever want to pick up a game of Max Payne or Mario Brothers or Street Fighter? This is horrible. I don't want to see this shit. I don't want to play it. What are, the reverse is, is we also know that if you buy a game based off the movie, it's going to be a horrible game. And like you said, 60 bucks. Yeah. All right? Well, That's I know enough not at. to buy the game because I've seen the movie. It's the same thing. It ends the same way. Right. If right. I played the game originally, the movie doesn't necessarily end the same way. They, they have creative license. They can change it. Right. But I think it does a great disservice to the market, to the industry, to the genre to have a shitty movie based off of a very good game. Well, I, I think it works both ways, too. You know, Ask it, Squaresoft what their opinion is. Oh, exactly. But I, if, if you're going to make a movie based off of a game, you're kind of already assuming that there's going to be a built-in audience for it. That I mean, maybe there might be some people that but the idea see the movie to... and then turn themselves off, like, I'm not going to play the video game. But I, I think the reason why you make a movie based on a video game is that you're already expecting the already built-in audience. Then you're why not, not just make another game? The development would be cheaper, and you're still going to be going because to the same movie, market. Because movie makers make movies. Game producers make games. My point is, though, if you're going to be drawing the exact same audience, then you're probably better off sinking the money into developing another game because well, it costs less to do, and you're going to get you know, the same money out of it. You, you didn't if let me finish. A, I, okay. I, what I'm saying is that, like, like anything, like with a uh, like perfect example, like with uh, the Tron reboot here, Tron Legacy right here, they, weren't, they, were, they were counting on the original fans of Tron going to see the movie and spreading the word. Now, they were counting on just it. them. They were counting on other people going to see it, but they were they were hoping that the core audience was going to spread the word for them. So, in, in, but the core audience was twenty five years ago and wasn't that big to right. begin with. But I'm just using that as an example. Okay. It's not the perfect example. But like like any movie based on a game, you pick one. It doesn't matter. They're they're making that because they're hoping that the core audience is going to go see it and is also going to tell their friends about it too, and you know other people that like. That particular genre, maybe it's like maybe it's like a Max Payne kind of thing, where it's going to be like a, a gritty action kind of thing. Okay. Well, I like those kind of movies, so you know I'll go see it anyway. So I I, I don't think they're trying to. Ah, I totally lost my train of thought. Anyway, what what I'm trying to say is I I don't think they're trying to cater just to the core audience, trying to cater to everyone, but they're hoping that by making the movie based on the game, they're, they're at least that going to get. They're at least going to get the core audience. The core audience is going to be their their marketing tool. They're going to grow on. Hey, they're making a World of Warcraft movie, or they're they're making a uh, you know condemned movie, or you know, whatever you want to call it. Or or a movie I'm pretty about sure Mass the, Effect. The fact that Daft Punk doing the soundtrack brought in twenty five percent of the audience for Tron. Before Tron, I never heard of Daft Punk. I've heard their songs, never heard of the name. Oh, I, I knew Daft Punk. I, I did. I did not know. Well, and, you, you don't listen to that kind of music, that's right? Why. Although I did buy the soundtrack, so I thought it was pretty badass. Yes, I but again, the that's like an '80s type of sound. I don't think Daft Punk does that for all of their their albums. They don't all sound like '80s electronic, do they? They're all electronic, yeah. That's, but, that's what they do. Is okay, but not like again. There was an '80s tone to it. I go back and listen to it. Yes, and, and, I, I would I, not necessarily say that, but uh, well, they did. I didn't really think they were doing an '80s tone to it. The tap, yeah, the, yeah. They did an interview with Daft Punk. They had it on. Uh, the hell was it? Wow, that's weird. Uh, usually, usually they don't do interviews. That's kind of strange that they would do an interview. They're they very, they're very him, private people. And they had an interview with the uh, director who, I guess, asked them to do it. Okay. I guess he saw them. I, 
I'm trying to remember if it was like San Francisco or L.A. You saw them in it, like a shop or a store of some kind. Went up to him and said, hey, I got this idea for Tron. I'd like you guys to do the soundtrack. And I guess it just went from there. Hmm, okay. So if I remember correctly. Rocket Power uh, mentions Prince of Persia, probably the most successful game movie. But that's saying something because I didn't think the movie was all that incredibly great. And, of course, it was supposed to spawn sequels as well. That, 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 was supposed to, that was supposed to be the next Pirates of the Caribbean. I just found out there's a Scorpion 2. The Scorpion King 2. Oh, yeah, with, uh, uh, what's his name from UFC? I did not know. Randy Couture, yeah. I think so yeah, yeah. yeah. Must have been one of those video it did, on yeah. demand. Yeah, things. it went right to video. Yeah. Prince I, of I haven't seen it, not going to bother, but I just saw Scorpion King 2, Randy Couture. Anyways, folks, it's now after the 8 o'clock hour. We have the quickening yet to come. Um, I don't really have anything to melt down. A couple more articles we want to get to, but we need to take a break. So, folks, we'll be back here in about 10 minutes, and then we'll pick it up right where we left off. Warning, this show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Listening to the Emperor's Court here on BTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here the final hour, more like 40 minutes here at the Emperor's Court on Versed World Productions. I'm your host, Emperor, joined studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And we were just discussing off the air. Uh, as Nolef was able to hunt down and send me this, apparently Sony has some new information that they've just released as to how they're going to go ahead and handle this giant breach that uh, has occurred due to their PlayStation Network. This apparently was, came out, uh, what, uh, today, early this afternoon. And actually, it, it says it actually occurred yesterday while Cinco with Festival being celebrated throughout Los Angeles. So this actually took place on, this is probably why I heard of it, Cinco was what, Thursday? Friday, Thursday. Right. Uh, yeah. No, no, yeah. Thursday. No, Thursday. Thursday. So Thursday. I heard about this yesterday. That's why. Thursday. Apparently, part of the welcome back, we're sorry package details are starting to be released. The first benefits to be offered is the identity theft pr- protection device that will be free to all PlayStation Network subscribers. Sony Computer Entertainment and Sony Network Entertainment International have made arrangements with Debix Incorporated to offer all clear ID plus at no cost to PlayStation Network and Curiosity account holders for 12 months from the time an account holder registers for the program. I don't know what DevX is or what All Clear ID is, but Sony will start sending out activation emails for this program over the next few days, and you will have until June the 18th to sign up and redeem your code. Details will be emailed to the United States PlayStation Network and Curiosity account holders soon. And here are the details. Number one, cyber monitoring and surveillance of the Internet to detect exposure of an all-clear ID plus customer service personal information, including monitoring of criminal websites and data recovered by law enforcement. If his or her personal information is found, the customer will be alerted by phone and or email and will be provided advice and support regarding protective steps to take. So basically it's a, oh, by the way, you know, your stuff's been taken. Sucks for you. Nice. The customer will also receive monthly identity status reports. DevX works with an alliance of cybercrime experts from the government, doesn't say which, academia and industry to provide these services. I don't know, Highlander, that doesn't exactly uh, make me feel safer. No, it doesn't? Uh, no, it doesn't. Okay. Number two, priority access to licensed private investigators and or identity restoration specialists. 
If an All Clear ID Plus customer receives an alert or otherwise suspects that he or she may be the victim of identity theft, the customer can speak directly on a priority basis with an on-staff licensed private investigator who will conduct a comprehensive inquiry. In the case of an identity theft, the customer can work with an identity restoration specialist to contact creditors and others and take necessary steps to restore the customer's identity. And number three, a $1 million identity theft insurance policy per user to provide additional protection in the event that an all-clear ID plus customer becomes a victim of identity theft. This insurance will provide financial relief up to $1 million for our covered identity restoration costs, legal defense expenses, and lost wages that occur within the 12 months after the stolen identity is signed up or stolen identity, stolen identity event. Sony has also promised a free month of the PlayStation Plus subscription to all subscribers and an extra month of the Curiosity. There will also be free downloads, although they have not yet identified, and they will be different for each region. Sony has tried to implicate Anonymous as the scapegoat for the outage, although stealing information really isn't you know, what their group is on, what they mean or what they do. Anonymous has also issued a statement denying involvement. To add to the public relations problems, Sony is enduring an expert testified to Congress, which we talked about earlier tonight. Uh, this week that Sony's entire infrastructure was outdated and that the breach was inevitable. Mainly because what happens when you have an old server that doesn't even have a firewall on it. Indeed. You're a jackass. This is from RPGameX.com. There's a the name. So what do you guys think of that? They're basically going to give you, like, what's that one we always see the commercial for? Like, identity, it was like, LifeLock. Yeah, it As basically said, looks it's, like it's, it's what it is, yeah. right. It's some other company. For a the, year. That I've never heard of. With a, I like the $1 million insurance policy. The problem is, again, you have to go through all the rigmarole and, and prove that that's you know, where it comes from. That, that's just a, a, a friggin' headache. What this comes down to is that they're basically, it's using a company I've never heard of. That doesn't mean they're not reputable, but I've never heard of them. And they're covering, they're basically giving you, okay, well, we're going to put somebody on a phone that you can talk to that will say, oh, we're sorry it happened, and they're there. We'll call your local you know, police department and report it. Because I had my identity stolen before, and that's what I had to do. They, st- they took my information and were applying for credit cards using it. I mean, this, I, again, I, this does not seem much to me. I, it, it seems pretty shitty to me. To really? Yes. Well, I, wow, okay. You, you, you disagree. Different. I, okay. I completely disagree. What, what, I don't understand what you're expecting them to do. I mean, are you expecting them to... Walk around with wads of hundreds of dollar bills. And well, rather than me having to actually shell out money for my own defense or my own legal fees because somebody stole my identity as a result of them, they should be the one heading up this, going after all this identity. That's theft. exactly and what you just read. No, they're saying that they're up, going up to have to somebody. One million dollars. No, they're not doing it. They're saying, all right, well, you have to go through all this yourself and you set it up. And if you incur any costs, we'll go ahead and cover the costs. They should be heading up the prosecution. They should be heading up the investigation. They should be going after these people. This entire thing happened as a result of their ineptitude and their lack of, for, lack of foresight to actually put anything on their server. Basically giving me somebody to talk to on the phone saying, okay, well, you know, call your local police department or you can call this creditor and, you know, stop this. No, they should be heading up all this shit. I shouldn't have to be worried about this, finding my own lawyer, finding my own prosecutor to go after these assholes, trying to protect my own identity because they let it loose. No, to me, that does not go far enough. Not even close. This is basically putting the onus back on us, the customer, to protect our own stuff and to prosecute on our own terms. They should be going after these people, not us. 
If this comes up that one of the IDs has been stolen, one of the all clear, whatever the fuck it is, ID, they should be contacting whoever it is in that particular region or country, getting the prosecutor going and saying, bill us for all the legal fees. We're going after them. Because that's somebody that's hacked into our network and stole our customers' information. We will handle this. I shouldn't have to be, you know, get on the phone, call 100 different people, go through all that nightmare because they were using a server that wasn't protected with no goddamn firewall. I'm glad to see so many people agree with me. All this is, is this is ass covering now when they're, because there's class action lawsuits out there and they're going to get reamed. They're going to lose. They have no defense. Okay. But you think that this goes, this is plenty. This is enough to take over. I, uh, yes, I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, are you signed up with the PlayStation network? I don't own a PlayStation three. There you go. So that's why maybe you have a different opinion. If your information was out there like mine is. Martin says some claims are as, or some estimates are claiming the class action lawsuit against the hackers could reach a billion dollars. That's against the hackers. The class action lawsuits are out there against Sony because they did not do a good job of bothering to cover their own ass. And that was was brought up in one of the articles earlier tonight, Hunter, we just talked about, was the fact that when they had this expert now in front of the uh, House committee saying, you know, they're using an old Apache server that has no firewall, that, that basically torpedoes them b- below the waterline. And when it comes to trying to defend against a class action lawsuit, they've got no leg to stand on to say, well, we did everything we could to protect our customers' knowledge. No, you didn't. You took the lazy and the cheap way out. And I, again, I'm surprised this didn't happen before. Goomba Voice says, anyone taking a close look at the terms of, the, of use for the Sony network? Does it say anywhere that being by using it, you are taking your own risk? But you know what, Goomba Boy, even if you put that in there, you still have to have an expectation that what you're using is secure. I mean, no one would buy from Amazon.com if that was in there, that you buy at your own risk. If you lose all your identity, if somebody takes your credit card, it's not our fault. Nobody would shop there. eBay's got the same thing. Nobody would use eBay if, if you could hack in there and swipe all their information. If they said, well, if it happens, you're on your luck. You know, you're out of luck. You're on your own. I, I you know, even Martin says that, you know, that's the problem. Goomba. Sony was the one at fault. They broke their own service agreement by not, not updating their servers. When you're not giving, you know, again, we as a customer have an expectation of privacy and security. That is why we go ahead and use these things. This is not Craigslist where anything goes and anything could happen. Nobody signed up for the Sony PlayStation Network under the assumption that, hey, our information could be swiped and used against us down the road. Anything? Anything? Well, I mean, you're... You're assuming, are you assuming that Sony should be doing all this for all the 75 million people or the Damn 100 right. million people? Yes. How do they know that, like, your particular, like, if, if your information was on the PlayStation Network, okay. how, how would they know that your credit cards are being used by hackers? Uh, because Illegal. apparently they're going to give us all this all clear stuff. But I'll tell you another thing is if I happen to look at my credit card and see that there's a charge in there I didn't make, I'm going to call Sony directly. Okay, there you go. See, that, that's, that's my point. You're going to have to initiate I'm the gonna contact. I'm going to have to. Well, it, we have, have to, to initiate call. this. This all clear. They're not signing us up, you know, signing us all up for the all clear on uh, their own. They're not saying we're going to give a blanket for everybody who are currently signed up for the PlayStation Network. We're going to give it to them, everybody. They're saying only if you sign up for it. So they don't give a shit about anybody who doesn't take the time or doesn't have the ability or can't go on there or doesn't have to know about this. The only reason we knew about it is because none left just found it. Or because people listen to this radio show. 
This may surprise a lot of people, but the vast majority of the Internet doesn't listen to us. So they're only signing those people up who are actually going to take the time to sign up for it. What Sony should do is say, here's a list of everybody on the PlayStation Network. Give them all in all clear plus, and then we'll send them an email saying, we've signed you up for this. We're giving you a million, you know, a million dollars of anti-theft you know, uh, insurance. Not, well, we're only going to give it to those who actually sign up for it between now and June 18th. Again, they're See, that, hoping... That, that okay, just seems like laziness to me. On their yeah. half, it does, yes. And I'll All tell right. you why. I, I, it sounds like sour grapes, but you can, you can have your opinion. Here, okay, here's why if, Sony's doing it. Why, well, we know why Sony's doing it. Why? You don't have to explain. Okay, because, why? Because they're in the wrong. Because Sony's in they're the wrong. They're doing and, it and, and this to way is because they're hoping a lot of people won't know about it or won't sign up for it, and then they're under no obligation to give them that insurance. 77 million people are not going to sign up for this on their own because a lot of them will never hear about it or never know about it or not understand it. So they're rolling the dice saying it's just like, you know, when they give these, these rebates, you have to mail in rebates. The reason why you do a mail in rebate is because the majority of people aren't going to bother to wait eight weeks for their $10 back or they're just not going to bother. It's too much work for them. They're not going to mail it in. This is the same thing. Well, then it's on them. Fuck them. So it's on us, the people who our information got hacked through no fault of our own, because Sony wants to roll the dice and play the numbers and if hope that they doesn't have to cover If you're going to put your information out there, then it's up to you. It's not up to some other company somewhere else in the world. That fuck it sure isn't. They're selling it's us your information. Oh, absolutely it's up not. To you I disagree. To make sure that your information is kept safe. I highly disagree. It is on the onus of the company who is selling us a service to guarantee the protection of the information we are giving them. Otherwise, nobody would ever buy from anybody. Under any circumstances, you wouldn't call anybody and give a credit card with a number. You would never use the Internet. Nobody would, Highlander. Why would you take the risk if there was not some kind of guarantee or some kind of, of expectation of security? Then nobody would ever buy anything on the Internet. You want to talk about a, a crash in the economy, that would be it. You have no idea. I don't even have an idea as to how much money is actually generated through online commerce every day. Cyber Monday has become almost the biggest Black Friday. That's the risk you take. It is the risk you take putting all your information out there for anyone to find. So the onus is on me because a company was cheap and lazy and couldn't be bothered to protect their servers. Now it's By my the onus, fault. You mean signing? That's signing up. That's it. That's all you have to do. Nothing in there says up. that I am at fault and I have to protect my information because they're not going to bother. Nor will it ever. That's common sense. No, it's not. It's not. It a, is common sense. When you go to Amazon, secure checkout. We guarantee that you, you know, your information is secure. When you go to eBay, same thing. When you go to any of these major sites and it's checkout or bought, it's the same thing. Because this That's is a secure still checkout. A risk you take. It is always a risk. It's always a risk. And every it's, time therefore, you do that, it's my every fault. Every time you do that, that my information has been swiped. Is it's your my fault. fault. No. That's exactly what you're saying. It's, but, it's if you're not you, going to do, you but if you're not going to do, if you're not going to take necessary steps to protect yourself, I'm then aware yes. of this. I'm going to do it because I'm aware of it. The majority of people, as I'm telling you, aren't ever going to know about this. Then that's on them. That is on them. Wow. Okay. All right. If they are too stupid to realize that their information can be stolen on the internet, then it is on them. Well, that's and, what, okay. And so shame on them for not putting two and two together to come so up. So shame on them. Just because the site says we protect your stuff does not one hundred percent guarantee. Oh, well, that means my stuff's so automatically going to be protected. For do, trusting do we really have Sony. to go through every single art every time someone's? Did you say your identity got stolen on the internet? You not say on the internet. Not no. the, okay, but people's identities get stolen all the time. Yeah. 
It's a risk. So if you're going to do risky behavior, people got their stolen because of Sony's ineptitude. That doesn't happen all the time. No, that rarely but it is happens. Still on them to make sure that their information is I, protected. I, I highly disagree. Uh, it's, you can't it just is... trust what some no. Okay, you're right. Then don't Amazon trust Sony. Says, don't we really trust will. You we heard swear. it here, folks. Highly trust. It. Don't trust them. Don't buy anything on the internet. Don't yes, that's exactly what I said. Don't because that's putting words in my mouth. No, that's exactly what you just said. No, you don't trust anybody. You, you can't to... take anybody's word for it that you're secure. So don't take the chance. Don't take the risk. No, you have to don't protect buy yourself. There are. You're, so you're saying there's no risk whenever when you buy something on the internet. There's no risk. It's it's risk free. Apparently, there's risk because look what just happened. Exactly. And now something that's going to point. take care of the problem, and they're not going to. Yes, they are. Uh, okay. Well, that that is your opinion, and it happens to be wrong. So. Martin said, I usually agree with Hounder, but she's crisis digging a giant asshole now. It's, and it, none left says right down the will get stolen at some point. All I can do is delay it as much as possible. There's a difference between putting my information on Craigslist and having a swipe that stupid on my end. There's a big difference between going with a major company, buying stuff from, when supposedly, again, when you have the, when you're told, when you have the expectation, and you should, that your information is fine and secure. Look at these credit card companies that have been hacked into and now the information swiped from credit card companies. Yes, that's my point. It happens okay, so all again, the time. That's, and again, that's my fault because a credit card company can't get their shit together, can't protect their servers. That's my fault. The onus is on me. I'm not even using the goddamn internet for the credit card, and they got hacked. How is that my fault? How is the onus on me to go out there and make sure that it's my uh, job to do diligence, to make sure my information is not being stolen? How do I prevent that? How do you prevent your information from getting stolen? Is that uh, what you're uh, asking uh, me? In a credit card company. I didn't use it online. They got hacked into and their information was taken. How is that my fault? How am I supposed to prevent that? How do I stop myself? Not sign up for a credit card? Basically, your solution is, if you don't like it, put your head in the sand, don't do anything. That's the only way you can protect yourself. Is that what you're saying? No. That's exactly what you said. No. Okay. Yes, I know everybody agrees. IRC is, is turned against you, Hollander. But well, fine. That it doesn't. I, I know. You whenever you it, put right. information, like any information, any personal information, you whatever. We, we're, we're just going to go in circles. That's why I don't put stuff like that out there. Okay. Because then shit like this happens, and then a hundred million people are fucked. Yeah. Well, I and I hope Sony now loses their ass. I lost. They lost eight percent of their market share last week. Their stock plummeted eight percent. I hope they go bankrupt. I hope they are destroyed. That is exactly. What, if this is their solution to the problem, then yes, absolutely. I hope they go under. This is from Independent, uh, the Independent.co.uk. Portal Minecraft Mario selected for the Smithsonian Art Exhibit. Did you send this one in? Yeah, I remember when we were talking about this before. Yeah, yeah. they finally right. they finally chose. Although I, I get Mario, but Portal and Minecraft, especially Minecraft. Minecraft's still in beta. It's not even out yet. I know. And they've already sm- Well, remember, it was, uh, it was online voting, so yeah. people voted for that. The Smithsonian American Art Museum has revealed the 80 video games to feature in the Art of Video Games, an, ex- an exhibition opening March 16, 2012. Contemporary classics Portal, Minecraft, and Mass Effect 2 will join foundational titles Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Donkey Kong, four Mario games, and five from the Zelda series. <laughs> Exhibits were chosen with help from voters who chose from 240 titles on the Art of Video Games website, stretching back to the days of the Atari VCS, which is the 2600, and ColecoVision. Bioshock, Mass Effect 2, Geometry Wars, Retro Evolve 2, I never heard of that one, and Battle for Middle Earth 2 were considered best exemplars of Battle video game... Battle for Middle Earth? ...were considered best exemplars of video game art on the Xbox 360, 
While Uncharted 2, Heavy Rain, Flower, and Brutal Legend represented the PlayStation 3's catalog. <laughs> Super Mario Galaxy 2, The Legend of Zelda, Twilight Princess, Boombox, and Zack and Wiki won the most Wii, Wii votes, while Portal, Fallout 3, Flow, and Minecraft came from the modern Windows PC bracket. Visitors to the exhibit in Washington, D.C. are to find five bonus games available to play, Pac-Man's arcade version, Super Mario Brothers, The Secret of Monkey Island, Myst, and World of Warcraft. Yay. That's why privacy policies are in place for their agreements between company and customer to protect the customer's from private information from any third-party site not, site not affiliated with the company. And they've all got them like that. Again, but, you know, Bonner says too bad. Free video game releases episode depicting Osama bin Laden's raid. Now, I was wondering about this. Yes, I was waiting for this to happen. TheExaminer.com has this one. Go ahead, Eleanor. Kuma War is a free and episodic first- and third-person shooter video game. According to its site, quote, it's a series of playable recreations of real events in the War on Terror. And they've already updated the series with an episode detailing the biggest catch of all thus far, Osama bin Laden. It's mission number 107, the death of Osama bin Laden, and was released today, May 7th. The company describes the mission as follows, quote, After months of surveillance and growing amount of intel, 79 Navy SEALs aboard two U.S. Blackhawks and two more Chinooks cross into Pakistan under the cloak of darkness. The commandos quickly breach a secret compound, one designed for defense and manned by al-Qaeda killers. In 40 minutes in a rain of hot lead, a decades-long worldwide manhunt for Osama bin Laden will be ended by you. Kuma War 2 had been mostly retired. The developers, Kuma Games, felt they absolutely had to create this defining mission for the game before its complete retirement. It took them, obviously, less than a week to do so. Although, just as with any other episode in the series, a player can play on either side, a player cannot play as Osama bin Laden directly. Well, good enough for that. Those playing, on a, those playing on a seal have a number of additional tasks to do in addition to killing bin Laden. They must also take his body with them, find critical intelligence to end Al-Qaeda, and destroy the downed U.S. helicopter in the compound. Meanwhile, if you started as a defender, your only goal is to protect Bin Laden. All but one of the defenders in the game start out unarmed, but the compound is full of easy-to-find weapons. Kuma War 1 was a military third-person shooter utilizing the N-Fusion game engine. Kuma War 2, which the Bin Laden raid episode uses, is a first-person shooter, although it can be seen in third-person, using Valve's Source game engine. So basically, it's like Counter-Strike. Interesting. I was wondering how long it would take for something like that to happen. Uh, that was pretty quick, but I figured Counter Strike. Somebody like somebody would mod a map of right, the compound right. on Counter Strike. That that would seem to fit the bill perfectly. But yeah, they they keep saying about all these computers they took out of this compound, like what ten hard drives and flash drives and everything else they took out of there, and they said it's a a absolute treasure trove, the, the biggest amount of intel, intel they've ever taken. On Al Qaeda, wow! And a lot of them think that that will be the the, be the real bolt in the back of the head to Al Qaeda, which I mean, to be honest, is a far cry. It's a shadow of what it once was. Having been oh, ground yeah. up in Iraq and Afghanistan as badly as they were, I mean, I, I don't think you'll ever get a hundred percent of them because it's it's impossible. No, I don't think so but, either. But I think as a worldwide organization, I, I think they've been pretty much chewed. I they're a so. mole to begin with, and now they got Bin Laden. I think as a capper. I mean, they're, obviously they're not dead. They're not gone, like you said. Right. But I think. Their ability to operate outside of you know some of these third world countries is pretty much done. I mean, if they look, if they could have gotten to us by now, they would have. And I'm sure we never hear about you know when we're stopping yeah. them or arresting Wasn't them. Wasn't there? I, I remember when it came out. Didn't they say they were going to try and do something with the trains yes. in America? I don't know what. Which they, I'm we're, Mystic Mim is taking a train to see her in laws uh-huh. in July. Which 
I am not too happy about right now. But yeah, apparently that was one of their plans was uh, the closer we got to the 10th anniversary of September 11th, that uh-huh. they would try to bomb the trains. Gotcha. Like they did in Spain, like they did in England. So, Except nobody uses trains. Well, that's the thing. It's like, what are you going to get? Like three guys? Exactly. All of them working on the train because no one takes a train? Nope, no one takes trains here. It's all cars. But yeah, cars the government everywhere. keeps subsidizing. I don't, you know, I don't get that. Subsidized by Republicans. Go figure that out. Did Crisis have a good story? That's because of a major corporation. Oh, no. Did Crisis have a good story? Wait a minute. Then Didn't Obama want to sink all these tens of billions of dollars into another rail project? High-speed rail? Yes. Yeah, it's still going on. Yeah, it's never going to go anywhere. (laughs) This ain't Japan. Uh, Damn, I did close that one I wanted to get to. Uh, What was the one? That was the... uh, the weird Japanese one with the box. Oh, yeah, you did. Let me yeah. grab that one again before Alrighty. we get to the uh, quickening. That one is pretty strange. Again, I, it's Japanese. It's Japanese. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So where did the... Uh, is that it? Okay, now none left. Uh, song has popped in here. There's a bunch of articles from Goomba Boy. We'll have to use those for next week. Uh, making wow, ultimate. it took that long to get that song. XD Man. says, I am almost done making an ultimate <laughs> ultimate Final Fantasy VII save file. <laughs> Uh, no one knows how to spell anymore. Uh, okay. We only had a couple of mail in the mailbox. Um, I do know that the last week's show did not make it up uh, to the podcast. I had a problem with my editing software. I re-edited it last night, oh, okay. so I can get it done. I just have, now that I have the file or the program working, give me one second. I got Are you trying to find stupid the... Stupid uh... Cox cable. No, I since I got to Nunleft's uh, oh, thing here. Oh, it takes long right. to close it. Okay. Where is it? This is it. Oh, okay. Here we go. Should just be able to click it. No, it isn't because this last part. Oh, I see because that's part of the. Okay. Yeah. I see. Well, with all this buildup, I hope people enjoy it. Fox News reports, and I did hear this on the radio as well. Kissing Box takes cybersex to a new and creepier level. Finally, basement dwellers everywhere can get some action. Scientists at the Kajimoto Laboratory at the University of Electro-Communications in Tokyo are developing a gadget that can digitally transmit the sensation of kissing. The device consists of a straw attached to a handheld box. You stick the straw in your mouth, and you twirl around with your tongue. The movement of your tongue is then replicated by a corresponding box, the straw which should ideally be placed in the mouth of your partner on the other side of the Internet, where the other computer is. Video footage of the kissing box published by DigiInfo.tv shows it in action. However, it looks as if only one's uh, tongue's movement can be communicated at a time. We assume that means that, as in a waltz, one member of the pair will have to take the lead to avoid a kissing box meltdown. The boxes are connected via the Internet and also apparently record the taste of a person's mouth, the manner of their breathing, and moistness of the tongue. They can also record customized kissing information, meaning it may be possible to emulate the kissing type of specific people. Who knows, perhaps a clever marketer will team up with the university to sell kissing boxes based on celebrities. Of course, you got to think, Highlander, it's just, you know, if this actually takes off, we're just a stone throws away from having a dildo box of some kind for you and your lady friend on the other side of the world. Oh, absolutely, yeah. There is no end to deviant behavior that this will lead to. But again... I don't even know how that would... I mean, a straw is nothing like a tongue. No. It's... It's two radically okay. different things. I don't even know how that would simulate kissing. Highlander, bottom line, if you're that desperate to cyber sex to begin with, <laughs> you probably don't care because your imagination's running wild, and that's what's going to do it for you. Uh, I love the taste of your straw in my mouth. <laughs> it's so plasticky. 
so you got the moist damn Japanese man. No wonder God's trying to smite them off that island. Ugh. You think that guy that married his DS is gonna try and hook that up to the? To probably the... already owns it. <laughs> he's probably, probably a really early it. adapter. He's probably the one that made it. Xanath Emps will work for six minutes at a time. Thanks. I tell you, these guys don't forget anything. How the hell do you transmit taste, and why would you want? Yeah, to? I, I don't know how you transmit taste. That's you know the least. I can type it in. Are you eating <laughs> breath mints? Yeah. A dildo of fleshlight controllable via the internet already exists. Really? Uh, here, I I thought I, here, I thought I had a great business idea. Oh, uh, well. You're way behind, boys. Well, I'll leave it to Rocket Bear <laughs> to know about the internet control flashlight. We'll take your word for it. Who better to know that than Rocket Bear? All right. Uh, I think it's time for the quickening. Sounds good. And we'll wrap this thing up. Here we are, born to be kings. We're the princes of the universe. Greetings, Highlander. You call? have the manners of a goat. I can't hear what you're saying, Mecca because we were playing music. What did you have to say? Now that you're interrupting my show? Nobody cares that you graduated from high school. Congratulations, you got your diploma. Now go make something of yourself. Mecca ladies and gentlemen, interrupting my show again. Apparently he just graduated college. So Mecca, what was your degree in? Failing. Political science. Political science. What are, what are you going to do with that? He nice. wants to be a campaign manager for somebody. Good. Well, well congratulations, uh, Mac Hawk. Very well done. So, unlike most people in IRC, he graduated college. Now look up to Mecca Hawk. What the hell is this sign inside out? Okay, obviously something has interrupted here with the stupid Google. Hang on. All right. There you go. And I, there you know, we I'll go. Turn the mouse over to you so you can do this uh, properly. All righty. All right. As always, if you have a question that you would like me to answer on the quickening, please email me at highlander1g at gmail.com. Here we go, the quickening. Question, PC or Mac? Definitely Mac. Because you don't like games. I tend to go with a computer. Actually, I've, a lot of games are shown up on uh, Mac, especially now that uh, Steam. A year and a half later. Especially yeah. now that Steam's available for Mac. You can get a shit ton of games now. Definitely, Mac. I tend to go with computers that A, work, B, don't require a week of setting things up so I can use it, and C, work. And then there's Windows, which features incredible technology like rebooting your computer. The blue screen of death. Having Vista ask you every damn time you want to do something on your computer, are you sure? (laughs) And ripping off every good idea they've ever had from Apple, including even portable MP3 players that nobody buys. Who the hell wants a blue screen of death on their MP3 player? Answer morons with no genitalia who dream of buying an iPod Touch. And, hey, if you're using Windows 7, you know how when your network adapter is broken and you try troubleshooting and it recommends you try remote assistance, i.e. going online to fix it? That part of Windows 7 was my idea. (laughs) Question. In the game of snooker, why is the white ball smacked around with a stick and the black ball worth the most? All right. you You just totally made that up. No one would actually call a game the same name as that orange cunt from Jersey Shore. Although, to be fair, they both do have something else in common, getting smacked around a lot with balls. No, you're talking about pool, which is the only game that brings together two groups that otherwise would never be seen together. Boozed-up wife beaters from Alabama and preppy guido douchebags from New Jersey. 
But you've got it all backwards. You see, in pool, or snooker, whatever you limey shit stains want to call it, it's the reverse of what you're implying. You see, the one white ball is the most important one, controlling the fates <laughs> of all the colored balls, smacking them around, and forcing them, or perhaps a better term would be segregating them, to huddle together in their shitty little holes, leaving the nice large green area all for the white ball. And if, heaven forbid, the white ball falls into the hole, it's immediately picked up, dusted off, and given a second chance. It's all a case of art imitating life, actually. <laughs> now, the opposite of pool is bowling, and it should be obvious why. No? Well, think about it. You take a huge black ball, you throw it, and you try to knock down the white pins with the red necks. Why more black people aren't professional bowlers is a shame, but it's probably because you need money to play bowling, and black people are always losing their money to the white man and getting snookered. <laughs> Question, where can I study troll science? I'm looking to get a master's in troll physics. Well, by the looks of that question, it sounds like you're well on your way. There are some fantastic places to study the fine art of trolling. 4chan is a great place to get a crash course in trolling. And if you signed up for our newsletter, you would have learned some good tips and tricks from Emperor. But as for myself, I like to go to right-wing forums. Currently, my favorite trolling exercise is to post about the various Republican candidates. Something along the lines of, you know, I'm just really concerned that the candidate just isn't strong enough to beat Obama in 2012. Or even better, I'm just concerned that the candidate's previous history in the legislature, or history as governor, depending on the candidate, might be a problem in the general election. Once I've sowed dissent to discord, often I can sit back and let the other commenters do the rest of my work for me. If I've done my job correctly... The discussion will split, factions will emerge, and support for the candidate will have eroded into a right-wing flame war of epic awesomeness. <laughs> Question, I enjoy smoke every now and then during my break, and sometimes there's the occasional asshole who notices and starts coughing while looking at me. Now, normally I would just glare at them and go back to smoking. However, sometimes I feel like taking my lit cigarette and shoving down their throat so they can really have something to cough on. So should I just keep being the bigger man when these people are on these people, or should I violently assault them? Also, if you suggest the latter, how much does Mr. Wiggles charge for legal fees? Trying to get in two questions for one, are you? Well, like I've said before regarding Mr. Wiggles, the imaginary lawyer who lives in my head, if you have to ask how much he charges, baby, you can't <laughs> afford Mr. Wiggles. Besides, he's one of those lawyers who only takes the big cases to get publicity, like Perry Mason or Matt Locke or Johnny Cochran. But on to the main question at hand, your coworkers don't like your smoking. This actually goes back to the previous question, as smoking is one of the best ways to troll someone. Here are some pointers when your coworkers give you the stink eye. One, point out that the poor and racial minorities smoke the most, and therefore bans on smoking, and in fact all taxes on smoking, are a form of race and class warfare instituted by rich liberals, CEOs, Jews, conservatives, whatever is appropriate for the conversation. This will spin the anti-smokers into defensive overdrive. <laughs> Adding to the previous, say that you knew racism ran deep, but to discriminate on the color of lungs is a totally new low. <laughs> and lastly, frame the entire debate as one solely about depriving you of your personal right to smoke wherever you see fit. Include Ayn Rand quotes on personal autonomy whenever possible. Suggest that secondhand smoke is only a problem for those who, quote, freely choose to remain in the vicinity in places <laughs> like restaurants, airplanes, and intensive care wards. Use loads of batshit conservapedia-style logic and big words in an effort to appear marginally reasonable enough that most anti-smokers cannot resist taking the bait. If you're American, bonus points for working in that your right to smoke equates to a pursuit of happiness protected by the very Declaration of Independence. Follow up by then asking why they hate America. <laughs> Question, can you answer these series of bad jokes? Do your best. So this is a series of bad jokes that someone sent me. 
What's the difference between bird flu and swine flu? The answer is who gives a shit. What's the Internet's favorite animal? Your mom's glistening pink beaver as I beat it mercilessly with my giant man stick. What is the karate expert's favorite beverage? Balls, because that's what I'll kick if they try that Mr. Miyagi bullshit on me. What did the green grape say to the purple grape? Go fuck yourself, darky. <laughs> What's a frog's favorite drink? The cum of Jerry Lewis. Who can shave 25 times a day and still have a beard? Harry Knowles from AICN. That fat ass has too much face to get it all after 25 times. And finally, where do books sleep? In the same place I fucked your little sister last night. And finally, the last question of the quickening question, how do I cross the border into America from Mexico? You mean you don't want to live in a country filled with drug dealers, whores, tequilas, tacos, and sex? You know, now that I put it, but it that way, Mexico's not such a bad place after all. But actually, I wouldn't worry too much about trying to get here. If we actually closed, closed the border, the resulting slave, I mean labor, shortage would force white people to cut their own lawns and clean their own pools and make their own disease-riddled cheeseburgers. And we all know that's not going to happen anytime soon. And even if you do get caught, all you have to do is jump right back over the non-existent fence and you'll be back to picking strawberries for Whitey in no time. Well. Well. I believe that says it all. I think you uh, <laughs> met uh, this week's quote of racism as well as last week since you weren't here. There we go. Uh, grape racism. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, enjoy it. Highlander's first cut reference of the show. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Well, there's not much to follow up on that one, so I think we're just going to end it. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> IRC Christ. is still rolling in the aisles. So. All right. So what did we learn today? Uh, let's see. What did we learn? We learned what the uh, Smithsonian Institute is going to be doing for their uh, video game exhibit. I learned that you support giant corporations over the common person. Uh, let's see. What else did we learn? You know, I keep saying this every time I'm on here. I need to write down what we've learned. Either that or yes, keep, uh, keep the websites up so we remember. I learned the Japanese have made some kind of kissing cyber sex toy. Yes, there we go. Disgusting. I learned you got a new job. It's true. It's working out pretty well. Uh, we learned uh, learned about Byzantine history. We learned about John Ringo's books. It's true. Talked a lot about science fiction books. Else we talked about? What was the first article? We did? I don't know. I don't pay attention. I know. It's three hours ago, dude. <laughs> what shit, we got a lot going on here. I what kind of articles are we doing that we can't even remember Damn. what they are? Uh, well, I learned that. You know, we had, we had a couple like geek.com, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, we learned that uh, Anonymous is uh, going up against New Zealand's Attack government. New Zealand's government. Well, we learned that Osama bin Laden's dead. So, Apparently, you can play a video game based on it. Yes, there we go. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it. Let's see. We learned quite a bit. Yeah, I think that's enough. Yeah. Post games. (laughs) Uh, Uh, All right. Time of the boilerplate. Thank you for the listener for tuning in. If it wasn't for you, we would be doing this. (laughs) Thank you for our uh, show contributor and IRC bitch. None left. For keeping all in line and assuming a lot of the articles we got today. Uh, congratulations to Megahawk, who has just today graduated college. We're all very proud of him. I want to thank our sponsors. That would be uh, Typefrag Control Servers. We have plenty of our guard to use them. You should too. We're using one as we speak. And audible.com. If you sign up right now, you can get a free audiobook 
at audible.com. I try to listen to the other shows on the network, but to be honest, I have no idea what's even airing anymore. Uh, it seems like the uh, lineup shuffles you know, consistently and constantly, so I don't know what the hell's playing. You'll have to check the website for details. Uh, go to clan1g.net, the home of the clan of your guard, our home. Go guard. Enjoy it. Visit. Say hi. Let's see. Uh, sign up for the newsletter. You go to vtwproduction.com under the show tab. Choose Emperor's Court on the right. Subscribe to the newsletter. The Opinions of the Court comes out every Wednesday. We're three episodes out there, three issues. You can always check out the past articles or archives on there for your reading pleasure. We don't have them on Clan 1G. Uh, we do not. Well, I can get them on there, though. Wouldn't be hard. Probably would make sense. Let's see what else. Uh, da, 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 da. Thanks to Nowise for putting up the podcast for us when I actually get them edited down and sent over, which I'm not done yet because I had to reinstall my program. In addition, the uh, tentatively set for May the 28th is marathon show. At least that's what we're hoping for. Um, it's dependent on everybody's schedule. Right. So how do we have to get back to us? Because with a new job, you don't know for sure. Yeah, I that. think it'll be okay, but I, I don't want to say yes. And then all of a sudden, I, I believe Varyar, Baron, and Carnadine are also. Uh, Penciled in for the day to come in and help out. Let's see what else. Uh, I know I'm. Uh, join us on Facebook, Emperor's Court. Follow us on Twitter at Emperor's Court. You can use both. Let's see. For those who don't know, uh, Archbishop Shrakes has another episode of Balance Break, the comic for the Emperor's Court, now out on DeviantArt. Check out the BTW forums. Emperor's Court, take a look at it. Uh, episode number seven of Balance Break is out, or page seven. And it looked interesting, so it's kind of building up, and we'll see where it goes from there. I still like the uh, explosions that Kurt Internet. <laughs> I think that was the very I like first that one. one. Kurt Internet. It's very, uh, very specific. Why am I being slapped around with a large crowd? What did I forget? What did I do? Dina's taking the day off for the marathon. Wow, baby, you are hardcore. Wow, man. Any plans for marathon uh, show inspired T-shirts? I actually have a lot of ideas. Why do I they have to be Marathon Mim inspired? Style. Right. Yeah. Look at me, anything. Emperor's Court, you know, uh, inspired t-shirts. Mr. Bin has a lot of ideas for t-shirts. But, I mean, one, how many ideally are we going to sell? Like yeah. 10, 15, know. 20? And at the mention, i got to, you know, find a design for them. we got to print them out and make them and ship them. And, I mean, we could do it. Well, you, you could do it through um, something like Cafe Press or whatever. You really want to do that. Yeah, yeah but. Uh, it's not the same quality. Right. Not branded. Right. I'm repping 1 or 2 a.m. to like 1 or 2 p.m. Nonetheless, you may have to find yourself a uh, replacement to help in. Maybe Barry can step in for a few hours. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. You guys could be here. Some of you, yeah, you say you're going to be here, but you got to remember, <laughs> listen to 12 hours of 12 this. 12 hours, man. I, I, I only like being here for three. And Yeah, think of it. If, if we ended now, we'd only be uh, fourth of the way through. Right. That's insane. And again, we don't get anything for it, so yeah. I'm starting to question why the hell we're going to bother. I, I don't know. Uh, how the hell did we get in this mess how in the first get, place? Uh, because Akil and Hordak did a They're not even around anymore. Show that show's off the air. like, we can do better than that. They're fucking gone, man. They're, they're, Akil and Hordak aren't even on the air anymore. We don't have to prove anything. We outlasted them already. <laughs> we win. <laughs> Although I believe Akil said he's going to have some kind of show back in June. So I see. Yeah. Whichever. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I so think wait, that, are you saying that since they're not on the air, we're, we're carrying the station? Pretty much. We've been carrying the station for quite a while. That's why I back a solo in that time. True. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, anything we're missing in our Highlander? No, we thanked everybody. So, so I think that's it. Yeah. You're always worried that you pronounce it. <laughs>
Well, I, I mean, I understand. I always do. Are you sure? Like, yeah, we got everyone in there. There's a lot going on with the yeah. show. you got to keep track of it. All right, folks. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, Internet. So long, everybody. <laughs>